Free-for-all podcast, your source for all things geek. I am your still temporary host, Trey Elliott. Joining me as always, Chuck Nally. Hello. And Josh Barnett. Do the monkey with me. I will not do any sort of primate with you. <laughs> I, will not, I refuse. Johnny Bravo. I don't appreciate the peer pressure, frankly. I don't appreciate I don't not being invited. <laughs> Wait, was that all inclusive? It was to everybody. Yeah. I'm hoping Periscope is at home just monkeying away. I feel like this is leading us down a path like that all we night, probably I'm, don't I'm really go. hoping there's an all-night monkey thing going on. Right yeah, now. we should probably change the subject. That's fair. <laughs> right now. How, how's everybody's week been? Pretty good. Hey, I got to... Um, uh, well, I'm just going <laughs> to go with... that question. So, hey, small guys. Talk. <laughs> Let's well, talk is... about me. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, I was thinking about doing... that. We got the live stuff, you know, maybe doing uh, live polls. Like uh, do it like introducing a poll at the beginning of the show. I'm not stealing this from any like podcast or radio show at all. Definitely not any kind of sports themed no radio show. No, but I thought that it you know I can update it as the uh, show goes along. Okay, yeah. And I thought about like a, like a hey who died like who's going to affect you the most this year. But I think it's a little too soon. That's for a, dark, yeah. a big that's one. Not, that's not. No, I think it would sway heavily in yeah, one yeah. person's favor. Uh, so I'm going to put up on the poll, is Trey always winded? I think that's a pretty good uh, poll question. What do you think? <laughs> I like it. it. It really leans into the whole I'm incredibly out of shape narrative <laughs> that I tend to live my life by. I mean, it really, <laughs> came, <laughs> it really came to light whenever like, you're like, hey, this is the last Christmas picture. There's my kid. He's super cute. And he is. But you you had a, a look on your face. Like, it was the over. Struggle. So, <laughs> it's so real. I just picked him up to place the the plate of cookies onto the the mantle. Right. He wasn't prepared for the long haul. Yeah, and then Brittany was like, "Oh, let me get your picture." And then Lane was like, "Wait, let me get this cookie and act like I'm gonna eat it." And then Brittany apparently forgot how to operate a fucking iPhone. And like 27 minutes later, I was still waiting on the picture. <laughs> so that's me after holding my kid for like six hours. You were, <laughs> so the look in your eyes on there was just stop making me touch my fucking kid. Sorry, hold. <laughs> really? Uh, you really yes. had to turn that yes. around? Oh, God damn it. I hate this show. I hate it. <laughs> I hate everybody and everything. Hey, that was early this, this week. What are we at? Hold on. Okay. That's three minutes in. All right. The poll's up and live. Okay. Ooh. Waiting for our first vote. <laughs> Check back with us an hour. I just got a notification on my phone that just said, <laughs> is Trey winded? winded. <laughs> Oh, that's fantastic. All right, cool. Well, we'll, we'll find out if I'm, <laughs> in fact, always winded. <sighs> um, all right, I guess let's get into it. It's a long show, and we have to start off no with... No Christmas uh, stories? Okay, fair enough. Christmas stories. That's also cool. Um, what did you guys get for Christmas and or other Christmas stories? <laughs> well, Christmas Story is a fantastic movie. That's I what I've heard. It. Um, I got some sweet-ass uh, Joker pajama pants. Or pajama, depending on your uh, your nomenclature. Do you sleep in pajama pants? Sometimes. Man. I do. 
now. I, I used to not. I used to just go full nothing. Yeah, man. Sleeping Which naked is, is where it's at. It is great, but those pajama pants are quite comfy. Well, yeah, I, I get also have um, I also have like kids that are constantly there and will like totally barge in on me. That's and fair. when I sleep what? naked, I tend to like sleep fuck. Uh, like. <laughs> Okay. So it's safer for everyone. Can, can I tend to sleep? Fuck me, get past the, uh, <laughs> the sensors. Um, no, like now, like if I have lane, then I, yeah, I put on. I sleep in like basketball shorts or something. But uh, I can't yeah. do pants, man. I, I like wearing sweatpants and stuff like that, like around the house. If it's like a day off and I don't have shit to do, but when I'm sleeping, it's basketball shorts is like the max amount of clothes that I want to wear. I used to have no pajama pants, and then, like, in the last, like, three weeks, I've run into an abundance of them. I've gotten, like... I remember there was one day, when this is when me and Josh were still roommates, and Josh lost a pair of pajama pants. No, no, it was my Adidas pants. Or whatever. Track some pants. sort of pants. I was so angry. The world was going to I was end. so angry because I didn't know where the fuck they were. It was just, like, they just disappeared. And if it wasn't for my shitty memory, at, at, right after you found them, my plan was to go the next time you were out and of the house them. and steal them. <laughs> and just constantly do that for months. And then I just forgot about it. No. I, like, I bought <laughs> He's always trying to get us to go to his house. We'll just take his pants. That's fair. No one's ever going to come to my house. I, I came to your house. house once for Westworld. Yeah, I had to spend money and bribe I mean, you didn't people. Know that <laughs> when you invited us, or when That's I fair. said yes, I was not aware you were going to have to spend money. I thought we were going to steal from Evan. No, oh. totally different. <laughs> so is, is pajama pants all you got? Uh, no, uh, my kids got me a sweet Joker statue I didn't have, um, which I thought that was pretty cool. Got some. Uh, got it's some also hard to do these whiskey. days. I feel like it is. I got some good whiskey too. Well, not really. The whiskey is decent I a, whiskey. I got a single cask reserve from uh, Chattanooga whiskey. Okay, only, that is better than my whiskey. They only made like five hundred bottles or something. Nice. Yeah, no, mine uh, did come with some. Uh, it was Knob Creek, but it came with. Um, okay. I like came with Knob a couple Creek. of. I like it. It's just not like. Super high end or anything, but it did come with a and like a set with two rocks glasses. Yeah, uh, that was really nice. Speaking of I rocks glasses, of um, I got a uh, a Joker, like a Heath Ledger Why So Serious Joker. It's like acid etched into a uh, a rocks glass. Nice. And then uh, Kristen also told me I don't know if I told you guys this the last time, but for Christmas, I guess forever Christmas, she's letting me turn the basement into like a whole man cave. So I'm getting all that family shit out of there. <laughs> And finally opening up, like, that whole really long wall is going to just be all Joker stuff. That's and she cool. got me, like, uh, those panels. It's like a six-panel thing of the uh, Killing Joke where he says smile. Mm -hmm. And then she also got me a really nice uh, canvas uh, painting of um, the Joker from Arkham City where he's got the green, like, stuff coming out of his mouth and stuff. It's really, really cool. That's nice. cool. Yeah, I'll show you guys later. It'll be good, it'll be good times. Cool. I'm excited. Josh, what did you get? Uh, not to play the like poor me card, but really, I only got one thing. <laughs> I mean, and it was that, it's better than no things. Yeah, that that license plate cover. I'm no longer a T girl. I have a, a Panthers license plate now. Where's that T girl at? I melted it. No, you didn't. No, I totally did. No, you didn't. Broke it in half. Melted it down. Nobody believes you. You're too lazy to do all that. You didn't Peed take the it. fucking thing off for six months. It's in my trunk. There it is. <laughs> Um, it is, I can't confirm that it's not on the car anymore, but that's about as far as I'll go. <laughs> hey, yeah. we can use it to cover up uh, Trey's Apple symbol. There you go. Just bolt it on yeah, here. Yeah, much better. Well, just lean it. It'll lean. Fair enough. Um, It'll be much better than the bright, glowing uh, Apple symbol. Just a very reflective, giant orange license plate. That says T-Girl right in front of Trey. I think it's a win-win. 
That's fair. And we'll, we'll just draw an arrow on it that points to Josh. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of an implied arrow. That's fair. It's like the royal arrow. <laughs> um, I got board games. Shocker. Um, and uh, some Amazon gift cards, which I will most likely use to buy some board games. And a few movies. How do you have time to play any of these? Do you do you have them in constant rotation, or do you play them once and then they get dust? No, th- well, I mean, there are definitely a few that I bought, like that I've been excited for, and then didn't really love them, and so they haven't got much time. But yeah, I tend to it, like it's like a rotation. I mean, me and Brittany play like at least two or three nights a week. Like it's just a thing we do. Like I've started buying a lot of. How do you keep the board from shaking? <laughs> you can play on that ass. I mean, you take a break in the middle. Earthquake. So, fair warning, and I don't know if we're going to talk about it later, but I finally, after three years of you incessantly bothering the fuck out of me, mm-hmm. I watched Scrooged. Yeah. Uh, it was a decent movie um, with a very, very solid ending, uh, and I may or may not have missed about ten minutes in the middle of it. So you fell asleep. No. No. Oh, just ten? Really? <laughs> yeah. It was, a, you know, it was just a quick thing. I, would, I didn't want to miss the movie. So you got scourged? <laughs> Correct. Jesus. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that was my Christmas. All right, then. Hey, my kids watched Home Alone and Home Alone 2 for the first time ever. Really? I didn't, never realized that that was like not a thing, so I just bought the Blu-rays. As you should, I actually bought a Christmas Vacation and Home Alone on Blu-ray because... Um, this year was like the first year they weren't streaming on anything. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was really pumped. I didn't get to watch them. So I ordered them so they would be here for next year. Uh, do they like Home Alone? Oh yeah. It's cause they're smart kids. <laughs> they like the end of it. Freeman was laughing so hard. I thought he was going to pass out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's fantastic. Uh, you God, did, I love that movie. You mentioned gift cards. I did, um, get the points or whatever from work uh-huh. that I was expecting and I'm really trying to convince myself that, like, I need to get a dish, a uh, washer and a dryer for my house before I need a new TV or anything. But, like, I've got $1,000 in cards that can be, like, redeemed at Jesus. Sears or Walmart or Amazon right now. So I'm kind of really trying to decide what I want to do with it. Because I definitely do need a new TV, and it's the thing I want the most. But you should probably get a, a washer and dryer like an dryer. adult. Yeah. yeah. Especially if you can get, uh, if you can spend it at Sears. Yeah, I was I was gonna try and combine it and taxes to do the whole like. Well, I can probably get all three with that. Washer dryer TV. I could. I also need a computer. <laughs> oh, you should get that first too. Yeah, dude, all- computers are fucking cheap now. Yeah, like towers and shit. Like on uh, the day after Christmas, they were they were doing like i fives like decent computers for like sixty percent off. Like I saw one for like two hundred ninety nine dollars. Yeah, it's like normally eight hundred bucks. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'll probably hit up Dave and. My friend Dave and see exactly what it is I should get because I actually want to make it like a halfway decent gaming rig. Well, um, then that's not it's going to cost more than that. We got we got Trey a gaming computer with a monitor and a mouse and all that kind of stuff, and it was close to a thousand. I'll be going through my TV. I won't get, be getting a monitor, but we, next well, week the, I want to talk about that. Some the, the monitor the monitor was a hundred bucks. That was the cheapest thing that we bought. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but getting it was a, a twenty four inch like ten eighty p. Yeah, like, getting monitor. a high quality one for what I want like that would actually come into play more with a television if I got a four K. So I don't know. We'll see. Four K's got cheap this holiday season. Too. Yeah, they did. Well, I mean, even I bought one like at tax time this past year, and that and the, and my soundbar I bought were a thousand bucks, and it's like a fifty five inch four K. Is that all that so. was? Is fifty five? Okay, I wouldn't feel so bad about getting a 55 now, then. It's a pretty large television. Yeah, because mine must be 42, because I can't see shit. Oh, yeah, yours house. is definitely a 42-inch. It's so far away. Um, I can't play video games without sitting on a fucking yeah. kitchen table. Every three years, I try to chair. upgrade, so in, in two more years or so, I'll get like a 60-inch. I haven't got a new TV for like... You need like one down here stuff. in the man cave. 
That's fair. It's got to fit in that hole, though. Yeah. 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 You can get a mountain lion. problem for me. Have a, it like, a mountain lion? Yeah, get a mountain lion. <laughs> that'll solve all your problems. <laughs> It'll God, shoot through the wood on all the sides and make the hole bigger. God, I wonder if they've got any, like, service mountain lions. <laughs> you know. Like, no. like therapy, you know? Yeah, well-trained. <laughs> that totally would work. You yeah. can order them on Amazon. Uh, um, all right, let's get into this, because, man, just Hey Who Died is going to be longer than normal. Uh, every segment is longer than normal, <laughs> I think. Um, man, where to start? All right. Uh, Ricky Harris. We'll start there, since he's probably the, the least known of all of these, I would imagine. Um, played uh, a pretty big part on Everybody Hates Chris. Uh, apparently, he was on... Uh, he's, he's a Def Jam comedy yeah. um, uh, guy as well. He's one of those guys that... What's his name? Ricky, Ricky Harris. Harris. If you once you see him, you'll know him. It's he's one of those actors, um, character actors. One would call them normally. Yes, I mean he's no character actress, uh, Margot Martindale, but oh well, who is? He's up there. I definitely recognize that his black face guy. Instantly. Yeah, yeah. he died at like fifty four. I mean, is he's he's pretty young, young. pretty young. Um, that is happening more and more nowadays. It really is. Um, Seems like the average life cycle now is about sixty years. Well, until you talk about this Watership Down guy. He's older than me. Um, Alan Thicke also passed away a couple of weeks ago now. We that haven't done the show in a while. That was we, sad, man. We mentioned it on, like, it, we, we saw the news That's on right, we the did, show did last we? week. Yeah. You were right. I forgot all about but that. But still, um, yeah, totally sad. Uh, it is indeed. Uh, uh, another dad from everybody's TV childhood is, like, dying off. Yeah, it's, it's uh, man, it's been a hell of a last, like, couple weeks. Uh, Jean-Jacques Avor. Um, <laughs> What's that name? You heard me, you motherfucker. Um, <laughs> uh, Gaber? Um, Zaza? According to people, she was uh, she's considered the first celebrity to be famous just for being famous. Yeah. Whatever the fuck that means. Paris Hilton. Okay, I guess. Yeah. Nicole so Richie. Famous for no fucking reason, in other words. Yeah. Um, she was in a couple of movies, though, and on some soap operas and stuff, according to IMDb. Uh, so she did a handful of things. Kim Kardashian, uh, the most... Obvious example of that, or the big, biggest example of that? Probably the biggest I mean, example now that Paris because, Hilton was, and yeah. I'd say Kim Kardashian is now. She got famous um, for two things. Her dad was a lawyer in the OJ trial, and she got fucked in the ass by Ray J. That sounds about right. Um, <laughs> I totally lost train of thought after that. <laughs> um, no, she was um, she was 99, and I uh, actually just read, too, um, her adopted son passed away. <laughs> just a, you know, icing on the cake, I guess. Yeah. Uh, seven days after the fuck she What kind did. of cakes are Jesus. you eating? Death cakes, <laughs> apparently. Um, just, I mean, at this point, man, it's either laugh or cry. Um, it's a little bit fair. of both. I did cry today, I'm not going to lie. Continuing on, I did too. Um, George Michael um, passed away just a few days ago. Um, yeah, was that a- was like a shitty end to going to see that movie. Yeah, we, like, went, so we went and saw La La Land. Uh, Trey, Trey, he like turned his phone off after the movie. He looked at me, he was like, so two things. One... That's a lock for my top ten. And George Michael died. <laughs> and I was like, what the fuck, man? Uh, you know, I mean. Not even lubing it up a little bit. It's it's 2016, man. You just you got to roll with it at this point. Um, yeah, I mean, George Michael, obviously another music icon um, faith, on yeah. the long list. Indeed, Faith, obviously, probably his most If it weren't for George Michael song. being so. Last Christmas. Like I said, Faith, probably his most iconic song. Dude, Last Christmas I mean, is a big song. It's huge. I, if, if I, think I bet George more, Michael, I bet I think more people know Last Christmas than they know Faith. Man, I, I would take that, that bet probably. Think about old people. I don't know how we would. You need to it. think about old people who listen to like <laughs> oh, my bad. adult contemporary. I forgot you were thinking about old people, and I was not. 
Chuck is always thinking about also, old people. Also, like recent people. Recent people. <laughs> old people and recent people. <laughs> There's only two types. You're either old or you're recent as fuck. That's like a that's like a compliment you give to like a, a lady you're dating. You're, you're you look recent. You look very recent today. Anyway, younger people like my kids, they've never heard faith before. They've heard last Christmas. Oh, they've heard faith. No, they just that. heard it with the dulcet tones of uh, Fred Durst, sir. Oh, you know what? You're right. You win this argument. I know how to end every argument. God so damn biscuit. it. Limp Biscuit. wins. I want your argument. sex. <laughs> <laughs> you struggled to get that one uh, out. He also <laughs> was like, I want your sex. A prominent part of, um, of Keanu, which was a, a comedy this year. Yes, um, it was a very was, funny part of Keanu. It was probably my favorite part of Keanu was the part in the van. Oh, the part in the van? Yeah. Uh, when he goes he on the drug trip George and, and George Michael shows up, or the video shows That's up, and he's dancing with it, too, was really fun. Yeah, it is. And you know what song it was? Faith. It was indeed Faith. Um, Neato. And then last but not least, uh, and this is the one that I, I think was a, a bit of a, a tearjerker today, um, Carrie Fisher, uh, Princess Leia herself, uh, passed away um, at the age of 60. Um, it's also very, very young. Yeah, it is. It was indeed. like so shitty too because it happened like right before Christmas, where she had a you know heart attack on a plane. Yeah, coming back from London, I believe. And you know, they, they landed. They rushed her to a hospital. She was in critical condition for a while, and then she had like stabilized. It was like yeah, it was like yesterday, I think, or the day before one. Um, they had like confirmed her mother she was had, in stable condition. Yeah, released and, a statement. And then like out of nowhere today, like I saw somebody post about it online. I was like, did they just not get the right news story or whatever? Then I went and looked it up. I was like, "Oh fuck!" Yep. She actually like she died again. Like yeah, I was pulling again, into a, a place to uh, to eat lunch, and just like my phone just started blowing up. Like Facebook Messenger, Twitter, everything was just going off all at once. Um, text messages, the whole nine. So um, yeah, um, we I, all put up stuff. The 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 podcast um, Facebook page and Twitter put up something, and I think we all individually put up some stuff as well. Um, man, this one. She obviously, outside of um, of Star Wars, I mean, not a gigantic acting career. She did a lot of behind the scenes stuff, a lot um, of and, and a lot of a lot of script um, work and stuff like that. Uh, and then was a, a huge advocate for mental health, yeah. um, especially later on. Um, but yeah, I mean, the first place I ever saw Carrie Fisher, and one of the main reasons um, that I fell in love with Star Wars um, is Princess Leia, yeah, uh, and how like badass that character is. Um, is and that it's, like famous from the Pretzel Company, Wetzel? Yeah. Oh God, that's awesome! Jesus Christ, you're an idiot. <laughs> um, but yeah, segue, this Josh. one, this one hit me very it, hard. Like, like I've been saying a lot today, this is probably the first time I've been like upset about a celebrity death because I don't tend to, I don't know, like you know, we don't know these people. Like, it's a bummer that they're gone usually, but I'm never like legitimately no. emotionally distraught. Um, but this is the first time <laughs> since probably Robin Williams, which I still think about a lot of the time. A few have hit me really, really hard this year. Um, Alan Rickman specifically, but also uh, David Bowie and Prince. Like I, I love the music of, of all those people. And just thinking about the crazy amount of people who have died this year is really, really depressing. But then um, th this one is easily, in my opinion, the furthest reaching in a weird way. Because whereas everybody knows Prince and everybody knows David Bowie, like I have not seen this large of a reaction i was saying earlier today like amazingly somehow i saw two billboards already up yeah uh, on the way here that had you know just princess leia on there and it said carrie fisher and her her birth and death years like i was like jesus like that the same day it happened yeah i get it's all digital now but like i i hadn't seen any other celebrity marked that way 
Yeah, and it, I mean, just like social media in general is. Uh, I mean, it's when when any like big uh, celebrity dies. I mean, you see it, but like it has been since two one two o'clock today. So you know, basically the last ten hours or so has just been constant. Like every single post almost is is something to do with with that news story. Gene Wilder got close for a while too. Like I think uh, yeah, that, I mean, that, that was, was definitely that was one that hit pretty hard for people. But again, too. like outside of Willy Wonka, like I didn't you know. Um, and I guess outside of Star Wars, I didn't follow Carrie Fisher like super, super closely, but um, still a, a giant bummer. Yeah, and um, I, I, I think that, uh, and going back to the uh, the Facebook post, um, her influence not only in just like you know the acceptance of nerd and geek culture um, for the most part, making it more mainstream than anything. Um, that particular character is you know a role model for millions of uh girls that were growing up around that time and even now because she's such a strong female character and an incredibly male dominated yeah <laughs> genre where the girl is always the one that needs to be saved yeah there was a really cool um series of tweets and i don't know who it's by unfortunately now but talking about like everyone's talking about you know um princess leia and like um referring to her as a princess and everything which is great but like her the way she always wants to remember her is uh general organa from force awakens because like that's the like time tested um like after you know um her husband has passed away and her son's turned to the dark side and, like all this bad stuff has happened she's still like kicking ass and um you know leading the entire rebellion i mean she kicked ass the entire time oh, every yeah, yeah, movie yeah. she was Absolutely. shooting stormtroopers in the face yeah and did you see what she had uh, chosen for her own obituary as well i did not uh, she uh, she said like no matter how i go out i want it reported that i drowned in moonlight strangled by my bra <laughs> it is just what she, was, she did. Yeah, no, she is she is uh, widely reported as like a very just um, unique and interesting woman. Like, uh, but like for all the best and like uh, most awesome reasons. So, um, how long do you think it took before her and Harrison Ford were just plowing on the set of New Hope? Well, that was like a, a very recent thing. Oh yeah, I know. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Oh, not long. It turns out. <laughs> At least that's what it sounds like. <laughs> um, you know, yeah. She just um, she seemed quite supple back in the day. That's a reasonable uh, assessment. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, no. I mean, uh, clearly, Harrison Ford was into it. So, you know. Uh, Phrasing, man. What? Phrasing. What? Never mind. He was. I mean, literally <laughs> into it. Yeah, that's I mean, what I was. He put a, he put a bunch of discos facts. in her back room. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah, he did. Um, anyway, uh, it has been confirmed that... Uh, Shooting for uh, episode eight is completely wrapped. Has been wrapped for months. Um, so that you know, is, that's we're going to see basically an entire movie um, next year, which is nice. Uh, featuring her, it is nice. And then I, we'll have to remember that she's dead all over again. Yeah, that I'm um, sure there's going to be a oh, a there memory. will be a oh, memory then, of yeah. Um, but then you have to like wonder how the writing works for that particular character. Like, it's not. I'm like, very curious. Yeah, how they because I mean, I'm assuming she was supposed to be in episode nine. So yeah, like, how I mean, they write her out. Um, I don't know if they do it in the end of that movie or the beginning of Nine or what, but it's it's, it's kind of like what happened with uh, Anton Yelchin earlier this year and Star Trek Beyond. Only yeah. Chekhov wasn't as important a character where they could just write him out. Yeah, supposedly in Episode Eight she plays a much larger role than she did in Episode Seven. So I mean, I'm sure they, they have um, been fairly good about this in these situations. Uh, Paul Walker and Fast and the Furious, um, I thought they handled fairly well. Um, 
I don't think it'll be that like Peter Cushing in your face. You don't think they're going to ask Paul Walker's brother onto the set to play Leia in episode nine? I'd, I'd maybe. Also, there's a chance that like two Tie Fighters are like, you know, or two X Wings, <laughs> and then one, and they just, just pull apart. Oh, oh, okay. <laughs> And what was it? Miss you again, or some, see you yeah. again? See you again. Yeah, yeah and she just sat like, If only Vin Diesel is actually, and and Vin Diesel actually is the other one too. Oh my god, I would totally be okay with this whole thing happening. <laughs> For some reason, it's just like an orange. It's but it's actually just Paul, red leader, and he just pulls it's just up. it's just Paul Walker, but he has the buns. <laughs> oh, that's an MTV Movie Awards skit. That's how bad this That's is. That's fair. That's absolutely what that is. I apologize. Uh, Not all right, me. So that was awesome. I think she'd appreciate that. We always, look, we always laugh at, at these yes. segments. We always try and have fun with it because if you don't, you just cry. That is fair. Um, yeah, so that that is the long list of celebrities that have died in the last 14 days. Stay tuned. <laughs> yeah. We still have, what, five days left? Uh, this fucking four, year, yeah, man. Four days left, and it's yeah, it's going to be a bitch. Um, that's what there was a bunch of like um I've these are all the celebrities that have died like going around two days ago and I was like, You dumbasses. Yeah. Like <laughs> that Google commercial, like the have you seen that yeah, one? Like you guys know it's not over yet. I mean they should they should when they're doing that reel at this point it's so ridiculous, they should play the Benny Hill music in the background. <laughs> oh man. Uh yeah, it's <laughs> I don't want to know what the next four days are gonna bring, to be quite honest. Uh let's talk about some trailers. All right. Uh, first one up, Alien Covenant. This yes. is the uh, sequel to Prometheus slash prequel to Alien. Um, yes. Is there going to be another one? Is this like a, a threequel, prequel bullshit kind Probably. of Probably. That um, sounds like a thing. The only thing I know is that this has pushed back the Neil Blomkamp uh, Alien movie in its ter- in terms of scheduling until this is like out and completed. He'll just make another... Oh, wait, that wasn't there. <coughs> Go ahead. But... I don't. Uh, you talking about what the Halo movie? No, 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 no. no. Okay, uh, but either way, like I think this looks awesome. This this looks way more in the original Alien vein than Prometheus did. Um, I liked Prometheus when it first came out. After a second viewing, I have not ever had a desire to see that movie again. I think there's a lot of flaws in it. Um, it's nice that they're continuing that story, but it does seem like they are heading much further into a closer to like the original alien direction in terms of timeline and everything else like I'm, I'm really excited to see what happens from that i mean it's still got like alien spores and mold and shit flying around come on that one thing happened yeah Nobody but gives like a shit but at the same time we also like straight up saw a face hugger uh we saw the xenomorph which looks a lot more like the actual xenomorph than it did at the end of the, of Prometheus. Like there are some real alien ass stuff in this movie. The only difference is for some reason it's a backburster instead of a chestburster, which is interesting. It made for a very gross and awesome visual. Um I don't know. I'm I'm this is like number one most excited next year. Can't fucking wait for this movie. It's I'm really not, Yeah, I'm definitely not there. I mean I I out think of all the shit that's coming out this year, good, I'm uh, super movie, excited. But... Remember, Alien is my all-time favorite horror movie. It's one of my five favorite sci-fi movies. Man. Like, I fucking adore it. That blows my mind. There's another Star Wars, another Guardians, there's Wonder Woman, there's Justice League. I mean, there's all this shit Justice League, out. Justice League and Wonder Woman Spider-Man. are the ones that are like Motherfucking right Spider-Man. I remember, I did not love that trailer. I have still not loved that we'll trailer. We'll talk about that later. Goddamn, that trailer was awesome. You crazy person. Um, Let's talk about it now. Blade Runner 2049. Let's talk about that instead. Yeah, bring one. bring the crowd down a little bit, Trey. You got them amped up. You're ready for the finale. Slow jams. No, that's not what happens. It's got Ryan Gosling in it. 
It does. He plays it, the piano. It's got Harrison God. Ford in it. He he has a gun. It's got Blade Runner esque visuals in it. And that's the trailer. Yep. I don't care about Blade Runner, so this doesn't excite me. But if you like Blade Runner, I bet that's number pretty cool. one excited 2017 movie for me. <laughs> you see how stupid it sounds. It's a franchise uh, that I fucking love. You know what? Hold on. Speaking of that, let's talk about The Fate of the Furious. Okay. Number one, most <laughs> excited movie of 2017. It is a franchise that I love. Uh, and no. that sounds reasonable. Uh, no, it doesn't, because it's, not, it's not even close to my <laughs> most excited movie. Um, but, no, it does look awesome, and they fight... Uh, a fucking submarine in the Arctic. <laughs> I wish they actually just got out and started punching it. Like uh, they actually they bought will. the fucking Dude, submarine. He takes the car door of that orange Lamborghini and punches a guy in the face with it right off a snowmobile. Yep. That like, happened. So much happens. There's a fucking wrecking ball. That's because the doors go like this. I like this. <laughs> this that car has superpowers and flips a bunch of other cars. <laughs> a lot of them. They were trying to draw and quarter that car. <laughs> That didn't happen. It did not. He, he popped flipped the, the doors off, <laughs> popped it in reverse, and destroyed two other cars. Yeah. Because Vin Diesel. <laughs> the movie's ridiculous as shit. God damn it, man. The Rock is going to beat Jason Statham like a Cherokee drum? Yeah, he is. See? I can't pull that off. No, you can't. He's the only one. He is indeed the only it's one. It's ridiculous. You're, you're sounding kind of racist, to be honest with you. It sounded racist when he said it, but nobody thought it because it's The Rock. I mean, when you say it, it only sounds slightly racist. Yeah, I say kind of. So... But that's, that's a uh, no. Fate of the Furious is the eighth Fast and Furious movie, and God damn it, does it look like a Fast and Furious movie? It looks way more Fast and Furious than Seven did. Yeah, Seven was definitely a little bit of a, a slump. I mean, it wasn't a bad movie, but uh, Five and Six it went crazy. Six I was definitely like you're better. You're not remembering the opening sequence to that movie. Uh, I feel like nothing will has still topped the tank uh, toss. I think that the the long shot through the fake hospital. With Jason Statham, like as he's walking out after hanging up okay, the phone. Okay, you're right. That was pretty awesome. Still doesn't top tank toss. No. Nothing ever will. Maybe the only thing. But the only thing that was untoppable in that previous movie was the 50 mile long runway. Untoppable. Yep. Is that how Mike Tyson says uh, unstoppable? They <laughs> alive. Damn it! Remember how he said you hated hey. me calling out everything it, you say? It's untoppable. I will oh. eat your children. Oh. We should probably finish Mike Tyson that. mysteries. Yeah. yeah. I feel bad. Yeah, watch that. It's like a bad fan. fan. Uh, The Lost City, which is not a movie about zombies or. We don't know it's not about the Lost City of Zinge. We still don't. We can always hope, but I'm pretty sure it is not. Apparently, this is based on an actual fuck you, Josh, dude from the 20s. Trying to sneak that shit in. Who goes to the Amazon in search of like this uh, ancient lost Amazonian tribe. Um, and it literally never came back. Turns out he went He's the like, wrong direction because he was supposed to go to the Congo. That's not probably true. But um, I, I also want a Congo sequel, but you're trying too hard. Uh, <laughs> that movie, God, that movie sucks. So good. It's the best monkey movie of all time. It is indeed. We we have spoken. Um, Over under on, uh, on Flickster on uh, 50%. Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, it's under. I'm not an idiot. Yeah, it's I'm under. just it's saying. Like 39 Ooh, Trey. Uh, twenty-seven. Stay tuned, people. Uh, why we're staying tuned? Uh, the Lost City of Z. It looks cool, right? I thought uh, it was neat. Yeah, I don't really know what it's about. It's about the yeah. sport. I just was literally. What just did you say? You. Twenty-seven. You're both wrong. Under. Take the under. Twenty-four. Damn. Um, that fans, sounds about fans right. Fans approval though. was twenty-nine, so you were closer there. That's fair. 
no, it's it's this guy who's like the Amelia yeah, yeah. Earhart of Amazon Explorers. He went on this trip <laughs> and never they came say back. It's based on a true story. When apparently we don't know what the fuck happened, so it's just really. I mean, it is true that loosely I mean, based on was an actual person. You can literally say that every movie ever is based on a true story. Any movie. Yeah, they need to stop. I thought it looked that. cool. It, it it does look cool, but it was like a five second long trailer. Uh, I mean, it was about two minutes. Five but, seconds. Uh, Snatched, which is uh, a new comedy coming out. What do you guys think of this one? I thought it looked pretty funny. This is uh, the Amy Schumer, Goldie Hawn. It is they indeed, go to yes. South America. Mm-hmm. And then they get snatched. Yeah. And also, at one point, she cleans her snatch. It works on multiple levels. <laughs> While yeah. she's watching the movie Snatch. If only. <laughs> Who knows what Brad Pitt says in that movie? No one. That's the answer to that question. No hey, one. Pay me why. See? That was as close as anyone's ever gotten. Um, this movie, or this trailer, I should say, was a little disappointing. I laughed like three times, but usually with comedy movies nowadays, they put the funniest stuff in the trailer. So yeah. what does that mean for the rest of the movie? I don't know. I like Amy Schumer more than most people do. Um, for some reason, she kind of got on my nerves in this trailer, so that worries me. Um, I'll give it a shot, though. God, Goldie Hawn is unfortunate looking, man. She did not age well. I mean, she looks like a her face looks like a silly putty version of her old face. <laughs> uh, the, I mean, how far off by like that? somebody who wasn't really committed to the mold either? So they just kind of well, like it was post stretch, <laughs> you know? Jesus Christ! Uh, they had, like some like rock hard rock candy, and they stretched it around there, so there's like jags and unevenness <laughs> to it, and not the wonderful jag television series. <laughs> She's but. gross looking, and she's going to be on like a fifty foot screen across America. Is Kurt Russell still fucking that thing? <laughs> I don't think Kurt Russell's fucking anything. What? Why? Because that dude's like eighty billion years old. You realize he's in the Fast and the Furious movie, yeah? Right? And he's, he's not that billion. old in that movie. Man, he's fucking bitches left and right. Fuck, fuck, fuck. <laughs> he's Star Lord's dad. When be, when he's be, Ego, the Living Planet. That dude is fucking everything. He's fucking planets too. Yeah, man. Saturn never knew what it was coming to. Pounding that Saturn sleeve. Yeah. <laughs> God, I'm so disappointed in both of you. Uh, Despicable Me Three. Let's talk about a movie made for children now. <laughs> How um, do you spell Sliz? S L I Z Z. Two Z's. It's two Z's. Come on. Two Z's. You, if you really want to get funky with it, it's S L Y Z Z. Oh shit! Despicable Me Three? No. <laughs> this trailer was okay. I didn't like the first one. Never saw the second one. Don't, I thought they like, were both really good. Awesome. But, uh, see, like, they're not them. like top five animated movies or anything like that. I wouldn't me, say that either. But they they're, are, they're really good. There's so many good fucking animated movies, man. That's hard. That's that's fair. That's it's fair. really hard to crack that five. These are definitely good. Yeah, I love them, and this trailer looked awesome. The uh, the new villain looks great. The new villain, uh, voiced by uh, Trey Parker. Mm-hmm. Um, an 80s themed villain obviously he's got like a rubik's cube like timed smoke bomb thing <laughs> he's wearing a tracksuit with the, shoulder pads and he yeah. breakdance fights <laughs> yeah there's <laughs> totally a awesome. dance off it was so funny yeah the trailer uh, on the, that one won me over pretty well the end of the trailer made me laugh when he's like being suspended by the bubble gum or whatever and he's he just like accepts his fate immediately and starts singing happy, happy birthday, birthday dan, dan. <laughs> that was funny um, yeah, I'm I'm excited for that one. Um, that's next year at some point. I forget when, but I'm dying. I'm assuming summerish. Um, Baywatch, the long-awaited movie. No one asked fest. for. 
Um, Jiggle Tech. Yeah, so this is uh, The Rock, um, Zach Efron, uh, Alexandria Daddario. All three perfect tits. Indeed. Um, they, they are all three do. perfect physical specimens. Uh, the, the chick from Quantico. Yeah. Whose name I can't remember. Her. Priya something. I don't know her name either. You know what Zach Efron She's and uh, Alexandra Daddario are? It's like, did you ever see the movie Gremlins? You know, when uh, Gizmo drinks the water and the little... They pop off and they grow full versions. Yeah. That's what happens with a rock. Don't get him <laughs> wet. Because that... <laughs> Man, that took forever. It's to about the payoff. Appreciate it. It's about I the payoff. Appreciate it. Oh damn it! That is <laughs> weird and funny. <laughs> the Chuck Nally story. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't think that trailer is all that good. But... I didn't either, man. It's like trying for that same kind of like super over the top, ridiculous I mean, action movie type it's thing. The guys who did Twenty One Jump Street and yeah. Twenty Two Jump Street. So you would think. And it has that kind of, like, frat guy humor in it, um, very clearly. Zac Efron does that pretty well at times. It's his wheelhouse. It really is. I mean, that dude is really funny in the Neighbors movies. Like, I, I actually like that guy quite a bit, but... Oh, uh, the Wedding Dates movie, was he was awesome in Mike that. and Dave? I yeah. didn't love that movie. It was okay. Oh, he, it was he was funny in it. He was the funniest part. I seen that That in Kumail. Really? Nope, not yet. Hey, I've almost caught up to your movies this year. What are you at? 36. Oh, yeah, you're close. Nine more to go. Well, you got like so. a running count? I haven't yeah. counted mine in a while. I'm in that, the we, yeah, they're on one note. That yeah. thing you never use. It doesn't matter. Don't tell him. Uh, there's still a section that says Josh will never see this. And <laughs> still, I've uh, looked at it. What does it say? It's uh, Comic-Con stuff. <laughs> I don't think so. It is. Know. It's the recap from Comic-Con. All right. Baywatch looks all right. Uh, TV trailers. Uh, Taboo. It is right. <laughs> <laughs> Talk to me about Taboo, Josh. Josh. saw this. Taboo? Yeah. Oh, the Tom Hardy movie, uh, yep. show. This you were excited cool. about it. I was going to let you have it. Uh, this looks really cool. I have no idea what the fuck it is. Uh, this We talked it's about like this about a or year something? ago or so. Yeah. It's like Tom Hardy in like the 30s or 40s, it looks like. Looks like. Um, goes off on like a trek and becomes all sorts of crazy tribal and comes back and murders people. It's about what it looks like. It's a BBC show. He murders the shit out of somebody with that knife. Yeah, he does. It was pretty fucking epic. Tears him down. And up. All those directions. It's like Trey on the dance floor. <laughs> shit. I would pay to see that. No, you should not do that. Um, that yeah. goes back to the winded uh, poll. Oh, wait, hold on. Let's get a running tally on that. No one. 100%. Two votes. Hey. <laughs> Fantastic. God, I hope it's I am 100% winded. Um, yeah, Tim looks all right. There's a bunch of other people in there that now I can't remember. There was like a, I remember thinking, like, damn, there's a lot of really good actors in this show. There are a lot of, of really good actors. But I yeah, can't I remember a single one of them right now. Jonathan Price. What? Jonathan Price. Jonathan Price was in it. You're right. Um, I thought you said John from Rice. I was like, what? (laughs) If only. God. How did that motherfucker not die in Independence Day? Don't get me started on that whole fucking movie. We're going to talk about it later, aren't we? I don't. I mean, you guys talked about it before. Oh, it's so bad. I mean, I'll talk about it. (laughs) Um, So bad. Also, keep in mind, Taboo is also uh, airing on FX in the uh, the States here, so you don't have to have BBC necessarily to watch it. That's awesome. but you want to authentically watch it. BBC One in America. Sure. Man, fuck that noise. Just watch it on That's also fair. Like an American. The, they're going to they're uh, digitally like alter all the accents. <laughs> uh, it's going to be all American accents. It's going to be set in like New York instead of London. Nobody can do accents besides British and Southern. That's it. Yeah, that's it. It's, it's the, the only, only movie accents anybody can I do. I feel like Bostonian is also up yeah. there. 
Boston is lot, becoming prominent. A lot of people have done the, that accent. But you accent. know what? The, uh, typically, the Bostonian accents are from people who are, like, from Boston. That is fair. It does tend to be pretty much the Affleck's and Matt like, Damon. They're it's just, like, yes. really overdoing it. <laughs> it's the it's Gus Van Sant movie. It's, it's just uh, Matt, <laughs> Ben Affleck, Matt Damon, and Casey Affleck. It turns out it's yeah. just the town. Yeah. <laughs> Anybody from there, or if they're doing a movie that is there, yes, there are Bostonian accents. But you're not going to go to Africa and hear somebody speak like fucking Ben Affleck. They're going to speak like well, goddamn no, Jeffrey fair, Rush. Though, um, Thor did actually do that in in the Heart of the Sea. I can't. Chris Hemsworth. He had a Boston accent. <laughs> like, it was fucking what? weird. Was he from Boston? Yeah. God damn it! You're missing my fucking point. Oh, I see what you're saying now. <laughs> I get what you mean. Jesus you're not going to go to Christ. another part of the world. Hey, can we I just say? Can we just say Riverdale? <laughs> It's, oh, God, this is the worst thing I've ever seen in my fucking life, man. It doesn't yeah. look good. Fuck everything about that show. It was this like is... they took One Tree Hill and just in, ingested it with a huge hypodermic yeah. needle, needle of uh, the needle hypodermic needle. estrogen. <laughs> the hypodermic needle. Hypodermic needle. Spell that one out. Right, um, does the main actor in that Fuck show kind of look like the rejected version of Andrew Garfield? Yes. Also, a tool bag. <laughs> Both of those things he looks like. Uh, no, this show is stupid, and it just makes me hate the CW more in a world where I've now come to really kind of hate the CW and all of its stupid shows. Um, Unfortunately, they got Who's Line. I mean, not that's, the new ones. Yeah. Yeah, they do. I'll take the old British happen? ones. It, like two years ago. It's been going on for a while now. I mean, that came back with Aisha Tyler, and then it went off. It's still going on. It went off for at least a year. No, it's still going on. They are releasing... Yeah, go ahead. Either way, it doesn't matter because... Uh, the British ones were way better of Who's Line. Uh, the Bostonian so. ones also great. Actually, I think the Drew Carey ones were the best than the new ones, than the British ones. The British ones had way too many people I didn't love that much. Tony Slattery. Yeah, that fucking guy. He was pretty funny. No, he wasn't. He's and me, Clive Owen, saying goodnight, goodnight. It's like a fat <laughs> Hugh Grant. Um, Hugh Grant. The Path, season two trailer. <laughs> Huge Grant. Huge Grant. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I'm playing the role of Evan today. I'm just joining in on any of Chuck's jokes. Fair enough. Uh, the Path Season 2. Um, fun. Wait, what's this... better? Huge Grant or Pew Grant? As in, like, he stinks. Yeah, but even both his options. Okay. You I won't what? use either of them. So don't worry. <laughs> uh, How do you spell Pew? P. This uh, this trailer made Chuck want to watch The Path, I'm assuming. You were, like, freaking out. I mean, I'm, I want to watch The Path anyway, mm -hmm. but... P-E-Y? God damn it. E-W? Sneaky Pete. How do we feel about No, The <laughs> Path Season on. 2. <laughs> I've given up. No, The Path looks incredible. Like, everything about it, it just makes me want Aaron Paul to be Eddie. Fucking Eddie Dean so fucking bad. Yeah, that's fair. He, God damn it, he'd be perfect. But uh, he's a really good actor, man. God, when are we going to get that trailer? Super oh, Bowl. Yeah. It's going think? Probably. Very possibly. I might have um, to actually watch the Super Bowl this year. Yeah, season two looks really good. The the first season, this isn't like giant spoilers, but I guess just kind of general spoilers. The the plot of season one is essentially Aaron Paul's character trying to figure out whether or not he believes in this cult that he's basically grown up in all of his life and is like he's married to and he is kind of somewhat of a leader in this cult. His kids are kind of invested in it. It's like a very big movement. Um and he is like the, the season one opens up with him doubting things. Um, and it kind of progresses from there. So um, season two's trailer gives away. I guess the only thing is he's very clearly now he out. It was a cult, and um, yeah, he's, yeah, he he makes the statement in that trailer. I I was in a cult, um, 
And so this sound seems like it's just kind of. Well, he says he's going to murder the cult leader if he takes his kid. Yeah, that like, straight up plays murder. That, <laughs> the dude who plays the the cult leader is like one of the best fucking actors on TV right now. That dude is really? insane. Um, he gives Aaron Paul a like sincere run for his money in that show. It's so good. Well, it's always awesome to have two really good actors feeding off of each other. Yeah. It just makes every it's like that uh, that scene in Westworld with uh, Ed Harris and Anthony Hopkins. Yeah. Like you could feel the energy. Oh, and then fucking James Morrison was over there somewhere. <laughs> yeah, and he does dying like, in the corner. His character's like thing is that he's like basically like not very good at controlling his rage, but because he leads this like happy go lucky like see the light cult. Right. He very much has to put on that face. And, like, the moments where he can't fucking hold it together, holy shit, man. It's some of the best fucking TV out there. Um, so, yeah, if you haven't seen The Path, go watch that because it's awesome. And season two is coming soon. Did the, Was there a date on there that I missed? Uh, Did I didn't see it. Okay. I think it said soon. Cool. <laughs> I figured it, that's when it was coming. <laughs> okay. That's, that's usually a good date to bank on. It is indeed. And then uh, last, finally, uh, Sneaky Pete, which is a uh, Amazon original that apparently we've been waiting on for a while. Yeah, um, and is um, premiering very soon on the because it looks it looks totally different than like I remember what the commercials for the pilot looked like. I don't remember anything about this, but that trailer that we got that we watched today looked real fucking awesome. Dude, Brian Cranston's kicking some serious ass yeah. in that. <laughs> I mean, I love him as a as a villain. He's he plays a good villain. He yeah, really he does. really does. And there's Giovanni Ribisi and Ethan Embry, all those people from what was it? Can't hardly wait. That was it. <laughs> Couldn't remember for a second there. Sure. I love Ethan Embry, man. That dude was in like every late '90s, early 2000s teen movie, and then I haven't seen him work very much since then. And now he's on Amazon. Um, yeah, no, that's basically looks like it's about just kind of a con man um, trying to not get killed by Brian Cranston. Yeah, uh, um, which sounds like an excellent plot to me. I really <laughs> hope that's how they pitched it to Amazon too. They were just like, "It's a con man. He really just wants to not die at the hands of Brian Cranston." I'd be all right with him murdering me. If I'm going to get murdered by somebody, I might as well That's be somebody fair. I admire. That is fair. <laughs> Who would you like to get murdered by, Josh? That's a good question. I really don't have one. What? I don't know who I'd want you to kill You don't have a, a person? Uh, the Claudio Sergio guy. I would not want <laughs> Claudio Sanchez to murder me because then there's a chance he would end up in jail, and that would be awful. No, he would get away with it, you know, because he's, he's illegal. Build a wall. <laughs> I'm sorry, that was too much. Holy fuck. <laughs> no, get us no, out. No, that was about right. Also, for me, Michael B. Jordan. And with that, we're going to take a quick break uh, and hear a word from our sponsors. We'll be right back. Howdy, partner. You thirsty? Tired of going to bars and not going home with that sweet little filly you've had your eye on? Sick of wasting money on that bitch therapist because you're a goddamn pussy? Here, take a shot. Double barrel whiskey. Made from the best shit on God's green earth. It's got everything a grown man needs to wet his whistle and his pecker. Order it at your local water and hold a day. Unless you're a fucking Democrat. Fuckers. Double barrel whiskey. A cool motherfucker in every glass. 
The following is a legal disclaimer. We were told to have this legal disclaimer by our lawyers, even though it makes us feel like a bunch of queers. Legal disclaimers are handy, though, like your mother's butt in my face. Pregnant women should not use double barrel whiskey, not because of health concerns, but because your life is over and we want to target better people. Again, legal disclaimer. Drink double barrel whiskey, you dickless sissies. Legal disclaimer. Call it. Can't sue. And we're back. It was a good break. Hey, was it? I enjoyed it. Sponsor said things. Did they? The same things they say every goddamn week. <laughs> uh, and Evan has responded. To the poll? Yeah, an inhaler that shoots Diet Coke. That what? sounds amazing. What? Wait, what? Evan says, uh, pretty sure he has an inhaler that shoots in Diet Coke. Yes, he's always winded. I'm okay with it <laughs> if I get a Diet Coke inhaler. Wouldn't that, that just... The inhaler thing goes into your lungs. Yeah, you die. You would die. No, hard. I'd figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> I'd have a surgery. It takes the fluid from my lungs and puts it in my stomach. It'd be all good. Yeah, it'd be, yeah, it'd be good. Yeah, it's be fine. fine. Yeah, it's totally fine. It'd be good. I'd just burp. <laughs> That's how that works, right? Man, I love Diet Coke. It's the best drink. No, it's uh, not bad, but it's good. A little bit of news. A uh, little bit of news. Or news and or cancels. Um... Is it an and or an or? It is uh, an and. Oh. First, we will discuss uh, some Netflix uh, where they have canceled Marco Polo. Oh. Um, yeah, which reportedly cost them uh, at least $200 million. Uh, $200 million. Um, yeah, it sounds like that was an expensive fucking show. You just, those horses didn't come cheap. And they <laughs> no, murdered all of them. They had to buy those horses, murder them, and then buy more. Oh, we didn't get it. They didn't put the film in. Run it back. Yeah, no less than 10,000 horses lost their lives. <laughs> over the course of that one scene. I like to think that like the quality of horse just dipped further and further with each take. Yeah, as well. the, like, the, they used the premium horse for the first run. Yeah. I thought it was going to be perfect. The last and take by the was end, just, that was just glue sticks. Just glue sticks running. <laughs> Jesus Christ. What? Premium horses? Yeah. <laughs> there is such a thing. As a horse expert, I mean, you have, do you have to pay extra a month for that? Would, yeah. <laughs> you get the premium horses. Yeah, they like don't want to on them. It's great. <laughs> some horse meat box. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> they canceled that show. You'd send one to your neighbor. Rest in peace, millions of horses. God damn it. Uh, I love that show, though, man. I always talked about the production value, but apparently it didn't come <laughs> Way cheap. to fucking go. <laughs> um, man, yeah, they were, were about right. To, they were about least. to go into the fucking Crusades in the next season, too, man. Not anymore. No. Nope. Uh, also, on the uh, flip side of things, <laughs> this is bittersweet. Uh, Netflix has renewed uh, Fuller House for a third season. <laughs> um, people like that show. Yeah, it's weird, man. They're dumb. Um, They're dumb people. I you agree. People, you're dumb. I agree. Um, Talking to you people. I like a lot of like shitty TV too, and that show is just not good. Like it's not even fun to watch. Every as a time shitty I see TV like show. a promotional picture from that show, Candace Cameron's face looks like she just was like, "I'm smiling, but I really never thought I'd be back here." In my career. yeah, that's fair. <laughs> right? That's kind of all of them, to be fair. So no, the Jody guy Sweeting didn't think she'd be alive anymore. She is an Amazon. <laughs> 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 that woman could beat the fuck out of me. <laughs> I have no doubt that I would. I mean, lose if, if it was an arm race. wrestling match. <laughs> If it was a foot race, I mean, oh yeah, if you come like, pre-winded. <laughs> also, she's like seven eight, and she has like a twenty foot stride. There's no way. I don't think that math works out. Oh, it does. Trust me, <laughs> I know things. Um, also, renewed, canceled. Uh, Showtime uh, has renewed Shameless for an eighth season. Man, that show's God, never that gonna show. end. 
I, UMH Macy, man. Yeah, man. Uh, I've heard that show is good, and one day I might watch some of it. I don't know. Still have a lot, lot of it's on uh, Netflix. Yeah, it's just yeah. more of a, a time thing than a <laughs> desire thing. I don't know if it's in the news, <laughs> but point. there was the whole Emmy Rossum holding out for equal pay as well that she ended up getting on that show, too. Uh, it is not, but that's... Yeah, she had, like they, that's she good. Like, that she, if she got equal pay, yeah, pretty famously earlier this month only, she had been holding out, basically saying if she wasn't paid equal on that show, then she wasn't coming back for. Well, good for her. Eight, so she, she got it. Be. Is she? I'm assuming she's co-lead. Yeah. Then she. Then that works. Yep. Turns out. Win um, Good job. Congrats, <laughs> you lady, you. Um, USA also renewed uh, Shooters for season two. That's a show I haven't watched. I forgot that's a show. Yeah, it's based on the Marky Mark it? joint. I don't know. Not Marky Mark. Uh, it's actually somebody that we know, though. It's, yeah, no, remember, it's um, somebody. Shit. Mm. I don't know. I haven't watched the show. Is this Jody Sweden? <laughs> no. Is this shooter about a fucking... sniper? Yeah. You got to hide as a sniper. Apparently, she's 17 <laughs> feet tall. You can't hide. I mean, she, just, she, she comes she equipped shoots people with the lasers out of her eyes. <laughs> she, I was going to say she comes equipped with her own tree stand. <laughs> At what point is she doing the remake of Attack of the 50-Foot Woman? She's just doing Attack on Titan, actually. It's impressive. Yeah, Attack on Titan. Yeah, uh, you've seen it. More news. Oh, it's fucking Ron Philippe. Uh, okay, Secrets and he Lies. He still has a career. Yeah, Secrets, well, and, Secrets lies. and Lies. Yeah, boosted him into the limelight. Year. Fuck that show. Oh, um, yeah. We're gonna talk more about that later. Um, Let's go to tease, folks. <laughs> Stay tuned. Uh, Sonequa Martin uh, Green, who is uh, the uh, one of the leads on The Walking Dead, one of the seventeen of them. Um, <laughs> I don't remember her character's name on The Walking Dead. Sasha. Sasha. Thank Damn you. It. Uh, yeah, so play Sasha on The Walking Dead, uh, along with uh, Anthony Rapp, um, most famous for um, being in Rent, OM. indeed. Um, also the Tango Marine, uh, along <laughs> with many others. Uh, Michelle Yeoh. Uh, <laughs> I was going to say something, but I've already hit my quota for today. <laughs> yeah. Fair enough. Uh, Michelle Yeoh, who's, uh, is it? Crouching Tiger. Crouching Tiger and Dragon. Um, and then Doug Jones uh, from Hellboy and many other things. Doug Jones. From anything that requires... Oh, did we? Did you watch that video, by the way? Which one? Oh, the, yeah, 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 yeah. God, yeah. it was awesome. The oh, new cast. The, yeah, that's not in the, the notes. Um, that cast is stacked. Stupid. Yeah. Josh Gad. Anyway. Yeah, man. Josh Gad's always great. Uh, this new story, That's not though. true. The comedians. Oh, God. That that's, show. For the most part, awful. Josh Gad uh, is awesome. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, those four folks um, will have all been cast in uh, the new Star Trek series. Uh, Star Trek Legacy? Right? Discovery. Discovery. Yes. So, and it ended with an E. I'm still super um, excited for that show. The Brian Fuller leaving, which is a new story we never really covered, um, sucks, but it's because he's involved in so many other projects that he's left the, the uh, show. He like originally was supposed to stay on and be kind of an uh, overseer, but he just couldn't. I can't remember what show he's working on. Oh, Gods and Monsters. Oh, that's cool. Or American Gods, whichever American the one. Gods. That's the one, yeah. Um, and so because he's too involved with that, he had to ditch out on Star Trek. But um, more, like, I, more like bitch out. I totally think this show's going to be fucking awesome. I can't wait. And that cast, like, all of that is exciting to me. Doug um, Jones is one of the best makeup actors out there, and he is playing an alien role, so. Yeah, I am I'm also excited for this. Like, I'm really curious to see what a um, 2017 or 18 or 19 Star Trek show looks like, because who <laughs> knows when the fuck is coming out. serialized, too. Like, it's, yeah. it's a totally different take. It'll be sad with it being only, like, 10 episodes, just because I'm used to 22-episode to 24-episode-long runs. Actually, sometimes 27. Yeah, but I've um, I've grown very fond of the, like, a more... Oh, shit. Like a Sorry. Tight. Sorry. What the hell's going on? It was on? us. Um, we got to hear this shit twice. And anyways, um, I've gotten a lot more accustomed to, like, a shorter... 
TV, TV, TV is better, shorter. I agree. 13 or less is like the way I want it's, to watch almost all TV. That's it. And, uh, dude, Arrow and Flash would be a million well, I think times Arrow and better. Flash would really benefit from it. There are still some shows that I don't mind, like especially old, sitcoms. Sitcoms and, like, the Chicago shows. Like, who, who the fuck cares whether it's 10 or 20 or 50? Like, it's just... I could this, go with about one. I'm just saying it's it's just like free I mean, stuff is fine. But I any, mean, Sunny is only like twelve or thirteen episodes, and it works perfectly fine. Yeah, yeah I mean, yeah, but anything that's serialized is. Um, I think Brooklyn Nine Nine is great with the twenty two to uh, to twenty four episodes a year. Like I I I like a longer season with a lot of different shows. Do I think it that they all need to be that way? No, but I don't think everything needs to follow like the HBO model. You know what I mean, or the streaming model. Like. I mean, some shows benefit from having longer. Seasons. And there are some shows like that have come out this year that are like contenders for my top ten, like stuff like Fleabag that are six episodes, six thirty-minute episodes, and it's like it's almost like just a long movie, but it like it's it's able to um, like it's so compact that it's just like able to deliver this very concise, like specific story, and, and, and it doesn't veer. Conversely, like something like Sherlock, that's only four episodes, hour and a half, it's still a nice tight. Window to I'm trying not to say the word tight, but toy toy. Anyway, very it's, tight. It's like it feels like four movies that's wrapped around a, a single cohesive yes, season. Yes. Um, but like, and it's still less than twenty four episodes, which would not work for that a see, show like that. Like I had no idea that pitch had ended because I was expecting that show to be longer. Like that was only ten episodes, and that, like that, that disappoints me. I was really enjoying where that show was going, and we'll talk about it later. But like, I totally wanted it to be longer because see, I there's just like for me there's just so much TV that I'm just like all right cool ten episodes like great story thank you for giving it to me let's move on to the next thing that's ten episodes because like every other day there's a new fucking show out yeah. It's just so much. Like, I mean, again, there. I agree that there are shows that I don't. I don't think it necessarily like, like Arrow and Flash are shows where I think it legitimately hurts the show that it's that long. There are other shows like if Pitch was twenty episodes, it probably wouldn't have necessarily like, negatively impacted it. But I don't think it negatively impacts it for it to be ten episodes either. Wouldn't it be better also a show like that to have two seasons of ten episodes apiece instead of one season that's twenty episodes? You would think so, yeah. I mean, I don't know. There's a I lot of intricacies like, to like network stuff like that. Yeah, I don't know really how um, it works out that way though. I'm just saying, as like, far as like viewing is concerned, I would rather have multiple seasons than one long, long ass season. season. Yeah, but I mean, like if a show like Pitch doesn't get renewed, which apparently it's not really on the track to get renewed, like that thing ends on a fucking cliffhanger. Like I have no idea. Yeah, welcome to watching network television That's what i'm saying like <laughs> it, it they they could have at least had a more drawn out and completed like arc to the season aside from like it just literally ended out of nowhere and i had no fucking clue but if they knew that they were going to wind up getting like if, if you knew that there is a, a strong possibility that you were not going to get like a second 10 episode season you can make every single 10 episode season concise rounded with a completed story and and so i think some 22 episode shows do that like i think blind spot and blacklist um are two examples of shows that come pretty close to having like telling a pretty solid story without a lot of filler episodes see i think you're wrong on blind spot like it fucking lost me because i it, knew that it, they were drawing it out that's fair I, i'm not saying there aren't and i never watched episodes, blacklist but like, or anything they don't have like this like big section in the middle where i feel like it's just like oh like this we've like stopped talking about the main plot i um, see like the third episode they were like oh you are this person i'm like oh they're gonna draw this out for 15 more episodes. <laughs> yeah i don't like either of those two shows so i'm okay with them not being on the air um, anymore but but no, oh, anyway 
I know. Get over that. <laughs> yeah, I those know. are both totally. Yeah. Uh, well, uh, Blind Spell's not a lock, but uh, really neither of them are a lock, but um, they're both Is most anything? likely coming back. <laughs> not much. Um, uh, just a handful of, of things that you you know would expect. But yeah, for the most part, it's been a weird TV year for Fall TV, it feels like to me. Um, not a lot of confidence in almost anything except like Designated Survivor. I think it's like the only one. You don't think uh, Spatialist is? That's a lock. Uh, sp- I mean, it's I most really likely. I would be happy. God, that show's God, good. It's got, it's got to. It's got it's to. Good. JJ must continue to <laughs> live on. Um, and then last bit of, uh, of news before we get into the, the comic book stuff. Um, Disney is on track, uh, or uh, excuse me, is the, uh, the first studio to ever make $7 billion as a studio in a single year. Uh, off their films and is uh, very uh, possibly on track to hit eight billion. I was gonna say, wasn't seven billion before Rogue One came out? Um, uh, possibly. I'm not sure. Either way, that's fucking ridiculous. <laughs> Stupid. I mean, there's three animated movies by itself, not even including any of the superhero stuff, and those all rate money. Wait, yeah, three, right? Animated. They had Zootopia. Yeah. They had um, Moana and uh, Disney Pixar. Um, Finding Dory. Yep. Yeah, I forgot about Finding Dory for some reason. And that's the that's isn't that the biggest movie of the year or money wise? Yeah, I think so. It might be. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it is, uh, or at least it was. I'm, I don't know. That, I'm on it. Podcast. A Civil few War ago. might be. Uh, no, I'm pretty sure it did more than Civil War. Could oh. be wrong though. Could be wrong. Either way. Um, Civil War and Doctor Strange. Yeah, Doctor Strange was And there. Star Wars. <clears throat> Jesus Christ. Yeah, <laughs> no, it's fucking ridiculous. Can you imagine if they actually did end up buying DC, what their fucking money would be like every or, year? Wasn't there a rumor they were buying Netflix at one point? Yeah. Uh-huh. Goddamn, dude. <laughs> L- money would literally have Mickey Mouse ears on it. <laughs> uh, and it probably ought to at that point. That would be okay. I'd like um, it. Yeah, I wouldn't really be that upset about it, to be honest. If, if everybody just Trump got paid Disney dollars? <laughs> What well, I said, if we just got paid in Disney dollars, but then what you said made me sad. Yeah, <laughs> that's correct. He's going to try. I couldn't follow up on my joke. Uh, DC News. Um, Batman solo film, has now, solo film excuse me, has now been given um, priority. Um, Warner Brothers has uh, pushed back Justice League a full year, the sequel, excuse me, uh, to Justice League a full year. Um, what do you guys think about that, that move? I think it's fine. Um, I think there is room for there to be an in-between movie between like finishing up that Justice League story. If they can work it into the plot of Justice League intelligently, like if it doesn't just cut in the middle of a battle with Darkseid or whatever, and all of a sudden they're like, oh, let's go talk about the time where Batman was in Arkham Asylum for a night. Like, you know, as long as they don't like yeah. do that, I think it's perfectly fine. I think the rumors of them setting up um, Deathstroke in the Justice League movie is great. I think Affleck has been saying all of the right things in terms of what he wants to do with the Batman story. Yeah. Um, that he refuses to um, set a project around a date or like or the, the date will come from the project. He refuses to do a Batman with a mediocre with a mediocre script. He will not do Batman without it being uh, less than stellar now. Like he just what he's saying, up, man? he is taking a hard line in the press, which he has not usually done with this type of stuff. So I have faith. Again, I didn't hate Batman versus Superman. I didn't hate Suicide Squad. So I'm excited to see where it goes. I, I think it's a pretty solid move. I mean, DC and Warner Brothers aren't stupid. Batman is what draws the most money for them. Yeah. And if they can push that up a little bit and still get maybe another two movies out of the Batman franchise, then that's the smart play for them. Yeah. Also, getting back to uh, getting on the white, going back to the white tick. Um, <laughs> 
Yes, Finding Dory was number one uh, up to this point uh, so far this year. $487 million. Domestically? Uh, domestic. Okay. Good God. Captain America, 408. Uh, Secret Life of Pets. Then The Jungle Book, another Disney joint. God. 364. Jesus Christ. Then Deadpool. Then Zootopia. So five out of the top, no, uh, four out of the top six. Zootopia, 341. And then Rogue, uh, Rogue One, 9. Doctor Strange, 10. The Force Awakens, which still was raking in money in January, is, well, they re-released it. It pulled in 194 million, and then Moana. And the only, the only two you didn't mention there were Batman versus Superman and Suicide Squad, which were top ten, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah, Batman, Superman, 330, Suicide Squad, 325, both colossal disappointments, and <laughs> God, that still blows my mind. That's a lot of fucking money. It really um, is. Yeah. Cool. Um, well. Oh, actually, sorry. More DC news. Uh, Patrick Wilson uh, cast as Ocean Master. Yeah. In the Aquaman movie. Oh, shit. I didn't hear uh, that. You didn't hear that? Of, for real? of Fargo fame, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, and Watchmen. Yeah. Um, Isn't he also in the Conjuring movies? The what? Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, he is. Yeah. I like that team. He's a good actor. Yeah, he is a very good actor. He doesn't strike me as very villainous. Oh, um, I think he totally could pull that off. I mean, I'm sure he's a good actor, so I'm sure he can. I, it's just very hard. But given like the roles I've seen him in, it's very hard for me to imagine him as a villain. And, um, and this is Ocean Ma- uh, Master, not uh, uh, Black Manta. So yes. Uh, yes. this is the yeah. brother, Orn, of uh, Aquaman, Arthur. And he is the, but he is the main villain in this or no? Yes. Okay. Yeah. I, could, I didn't think Black Manta was... I think he'll be in it, but I don't think... I think he'll be... If it's sequel. anything like New 52 stuff, it's kind of like his right-hand man. But they need to stretch that out if they're going to make an Aquaman movie because that's pretty much the rogues gallery. Looking ahead, I see. He I was wondering because you said there was one. Uh, you said one more piece of DC news. I was like, I could. I no, know I was just. One I was about to be on tomorrow, and I realized we'd only covered one piece of DC news. Okay, is what I, I was, was just like confused. I was like, we nope. can't leave out. Uh, yeah. So last piece of DC news. Uh, David Ayer um, is planning apparently to reteam uh, with DC to make a Gotham City Sirens movie, um, starring uh, Margot Robbie as uh, Harley. And apparently rumored Megan Fox as There's now Poison been Ivy. like 40 different actresses rumored for both Poison Ivy and Catwoman. And I'm going to read this exactly as Evan has it written in the notes. Is any of this a good idea? Yes. Oh, absolutely. I think Man, that I David think Ayer so. is a fantastic filmmaker. I think Margot Robbie is a fantastic actress. I think that DC has to and Warner Brothers. Really? Really. I think she's, she's an fantastic. smoking hot. Pretty good actress. I think she was fantastic <laughs> in Wolf of Wall Street, which is the only time we've really seen her like, like you really have an right? acting. Yeah, I thought. She I was mean, great. to be fair, she's reprising she a also, character you've already seen, so like also, I, we should probably base it on that. She was also great as Harley. Quinn. She was, she was great good. as Harley Quinn. There's, you couldn't have got any more Harley Quinn than what Man, she did. I'm, I agree. I'm probably a bit biased in that character not being a character that I enjoy nearly as much as most people. Um, but, like, yeah, I, I think that Warner Brothers in D.C. eventually, if they're going to continue putting out movies, <laughs> has to learn from, like, the feedback they've gotten and maybe keep their hands out of this movie a little bit and let David Ayer, who is an we'll Academy-nominated uh, filmmaker, make the film he wants to. My thing is that they have Warner Brothers has yet to prove that they have the fucking restraint to keep their hands out of anything. I think them so going I, back I don't really to have a well, lot of... Like I, I so uh, amazingly somehow Suicide Squad made it out to be the movie that was more maligned by critics, even though they have the exact same Rotten Tomato oh, wow. score. I've heard way more critical hate towards Suicide Squad than I did Batman vs Superman. Batman which is, Donald Justice for me was I, I exponentially get, shitty. I get that you are wrong in that opinion, but 
Um, I just simply think that them committing to it and going back to the well on this particular combo um, means that maybe they actually are willing to let him make the movie. Like, make, make it a fluke. Like, come back, show us that you really can make the movie that is successful in critics' minds, too. <laughs> And, and I mean, uh, that would be great if all that is true. It's just like there's awesome. zero, you're like, that's just wishful thinking at this point. Like, you have zero basis for any of that being possible other than like wishful thinking. There's uh, every single thing that has happened so far since Man of Steel released has like history tells us otherwise that, that is not what's going to happen. Actually, oh, did Batman vs. Superman get higher? Mm -hmm. hmm. The same user score. <laughs> Which uh, is what? Way. I'm curious. 64. Okay. Either way, about yeah, I'm, I'm, about I'm excited about be. this. I think that trio of characters works great together. Um, I think that's right for Suicide Squad. I, I mean, I don't. Th yeah, this is. I'm admittedly, I'm on the wrong end of this. Like, I don't give a shit. Either, even if it's if it's really good, I mean, I'll happily watch it and like it. But like, I have zero desire. I mean, to if see they made characters. like a bad guy, like what Black Cat and uh, some other stupid ass <laughs> knockoff Marvel character. If there's a, if there's a movie that stars the Black Cat, I will straight up be the first to be like, no. Like, we shouldn't do this. I don't, I, actually, I think you're full of shit. Well, then you can think I'm full of shit. But there never needs to be a movie starring the Black Cat. It would, no, it would be Black Cat and two other... Spider-Gwen. You know, no, she's not a villain. These are villains. Uh, Black Cat is also... I mean, being, being a shitty character, I guess, is kind of villainous, but... Um, I mean, if it was, there are certain villains that you could certainly do a movie around in the Marvel universe, but I think that of the DC universe too. If they started to do female. a Joker movie, then female, there's not. Th they are doing a lot a of strong female. There are much more strong female uh, villains in DC than Marvel, right? So, and these are the three, um, and, and, <laughs> and their comic books are actually quite successful. I, I think it's a, a very good move on their part, not only to get money. Uh, because the uh, their female super heroine, I guess, um, a line of like cartoons and toys. I don't know if you guys have seen any of yeah. those. Uh, they're inc they're inc incredibly uh, popular right now. Yeah. So yeah. I also think they've seen the positive buzz from Wonder Woman as well. Like they they want to. That lean movie's into gonna be awesome, guess, dude. I can't wait for that movie. Right? I, I guess like care. I don't feel like I'm being totally unreasonable. Like basically every positive thing that has been said so far is like again based on like hopes and dreams like and none of it's based in reality like there's not been a successful dc movie and warner brothers has like time and time again proven that they are pretty tone deaf when it comes to like what actually needs to happen to, to build a successful cinematic universe time and, and time again so here's the problem with what you're saying though time and time again there's been three movies yeah. one of which was what three years ago two years ago Three years and the ago, other but... two came out this year, so they were in production at the same time. Uh, and so, that's fine. Uh, and, and, and I agree that there's a very there. real possibility that they could turn this around. I think the Wonder Woman trailer looks like a lot of fun. I'm actually excited to watch that movie. But, again, until it comes out and we see it, it's the same thing we did with Suicide Squad. They, they also sold 40, awesome. 40 million domestic tickets apiece, which is almost the same as Deadpool. So yes, Deadpool cost a lot less to make, but you, if you're talking about but success, if you're talking about being, successful word of mouth though, like Deadpool is is widely considered a success, can, and yes, those other two are not. That that's fair, but I mean, success is ranged in all different types of categories. No, you going by financially? Sold. You're right. They're top ten movies of the year. Totally agree that financially they were a success. Um, but like, I think that the superhero movie game is a lot about hearts and minds, and I don't think they're winning that game. Uh, and I hope that they do. I, as much the, as I'm a Marvel fanboy, the deck is a hundred percent stacked against them. You're player. right; it is, but that that doesn't mean that like they 
it's not possible to have success and to have the fans that really like Batman and don't like uh, Spider-Man to like still go and enjoy the fuck out of the movie. And obviously those people exist. It's not like no one likes Yeah, the, I actually hear more people defending those movies nowadays than than detracting them aside from critics again i just think there for a while I mean, a it was the critics don't love the marvel stuff either it was the po- it was the popular thing to hate on dc and it now people are just like oh stop hating on dc you know it's swings it's, like it's that fucking take, happen yeah. sure it's like walking dead people are or it's <laughs> the trendy thing to pick on walking dead right now in about six months it won't be People be like, shut up on Walking Dead. Man, there are a lot of articles I've read about dumping that show. That's your saying exactly what I'm saying. I know. And I'm guilty of that exact thing with that exact show. Um, Yeah, you ditched it. No, yeah, I've I've finally, like, leaned in one direction. I'm going to stay that way. But for there for a while, I kept, like, threatening to quit, and then I'd get into it again and then threaten to quit. Um, For a long time, I did that. So um, guilty as charged, I guess. But... Uh, moving on to Marvel news. Uh, first and foremost, uh, the most important news of the day, as far as I'm concerned. It's going to suck. Spider-Man Homecoming trailer. Um, I'm going to need you to get the fuck out. <laughs> get the fuck out. Do we always separate trailers like this? Yeah, Evan always likes to do the Marvel, the Marvel ones later with the Marvel movies. It annoys the shit out of me, and I thought about changing it. but <laughs> <laughs> uh, Today I've been crazy and like busy, and I just, I'm just reading the notes as they are. It's pretty, Be your own man, Trey. It's pretty fucking dumb. <laughs> man up, Trey. Fuck Evan. I'm looking at Evan. I don't want to. He has a wife, sir. Yeah, he's not Jeez. getting any right now. I mean, he could be the That's meat. God damn. You're a slice of bread. Anyway, a slice of bread involved. It could so be a Spider-Man. It could be <laughs> open-faced. Um, no, so really. Oh, oh no. An open-faced Evan sandwich sounds awful. Speak for yourself. Chuck, what do you think of this trailer? This trailer is fucking awesome. Um, I think that uh, Keaton looked good. I think the design of the Vulture didn't look ridiculous, uh, which is a win. It's um, a very big win. I think Bo Keaton is obviously shocker, so uh, I think that's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, and then the so ending shot birthday. with him holding the fucking uh, ship together yeah, dude. was fucking... Uh, it gives me chills just thinking about it. So if I may... It's incredible. Pose a question to the people who know Spider-Man far better than I do. Sure. Is this because I grew up reading some of the comics? I okay. don't remember him having fucking Superman strength. Is he, he's a, knocked out the Hulk. Okay, so this is actually something that he's had because it feels like it's only a creation of the movies in general. Spider Man can lift what, or Spider Man's spiders can. Spider Man. To be fair, in the comics, there are a lot of Spider Man right now. But anyways, <laughs> continue. I'm just asking the question because, like, it does seem like I, I never. They go off the fact that spiders can lift like a hundred times their own. Yeah, weight. he has the proportionate strength, speed, okay. and agility of a spider. And that's now, I will say, like, the '60s comics certainly did not portray him quite as strong as he, he wasn't, is now. Like, but throwing cars around and shit—that's like... not true. Like it... Spider-Man number one, yeah, he's no, no, holding a car I... above his head. Okay, yeah, <laughs> again, like, that has yeah. always been a thing. I'm talking about like stuff like holding that ship together. Like, there have been feats of strength in some of the movies that were definitely never seen in like maybe the first ten to fifteen years of Spider-Man runs. That I know of. Granted, I've not read every single issue of Spider-Man, sadly. Using but, his hideous Tobey Maguire grill to stop that train? Uh, yeah, see, like, that, like, is not... It's the ugliest face in cinema history. It's not the best. Holy shit. Um, it was Eric Stoltz level. But, yeah, I, I thought the humor was Man. not quite as strong as the trailer. Eric Stoltz? You don't like the gingers, either? <laughs> don't. <laughs> Solar's fucks. Uh, I didn't think the, the humor was quite as strong as it was in Civil War. Yeah, the, um, But yeah. I also think that Marvel is not... 
Like this isn't obviously a comedy, no, so I don't like, think they're blowing the load on the, on the funny stuff. They're holding their cards a little yes, close. Yes, I chest think they are right too, and too. I think they I will too. They like I'm, I am 100 in belief that yes, this movie will be good. This trailer does not blow me away in the slightest. I don't think the action was particularly grand. It wasn't shown very much to begin with. It was definitely um, a, a, a teaser. And like grand, the humor did not Demure. hit for me. Yes, Gerald. <laughs> The humor at the beginning of the trailer with the Avengers thing didn't really hit for me either. Uh, like, the whole just... gave it away part, I, I laughed pretty good at. The hugging open the door thing was great. Not a, not a hug, kid. Just just get in the oh, door yeah, for I you. See. I don't know. Like maybe I'm just immune to Tony Snark. Snark. Tony Snark. <laughs> you know what? To be fair, that motherfucker. <laughs> to Tony Stark's charm at this His point, his limo I don't know. is quite grand. Joe. <laughs> 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 I am sure that the movie is going to be just fine. I just I wish that I was blown away by this trailer because everybody like I literally when this thing dropped on Kimmel or whatever like I was like laying down in bed and I got a notification I was like oh yeah that was supposed to be tonight I didn't just watch it on my phone I was like I want to see this on my TV I got up and I like went and watched it and then I went back to bed and I sat there for like five minutes I was like I wouldn't have missed fucking anything if I just watched that on my phone I didn't get I mean any... I always watch shows on my phone but. Yeah, uh, like, I thought it was awesome. Um, yeah, I, I think it's pretty cool. His like the the friend he has uh, that Peter has in the uh, in the trailer is based off of um, Fat. Uh, what's his name from Ant Man? Sure, Fat Young. What's his name from Ant Man? What's that guy's name? You talking about Michael Pena? That it. Yeah, that it. <laughs> wow, that that it. That was a Josh Slightly racist moment. No, I said that is that it. Um, there it is. It's based on the character <laughs> in the Miles Morales, um, like Ultimate Spider-Man books, um, but which Donald Glover will be playing. Um, sure, one day maybe. Donald um, Glover, <laughs> but probably not ever. Uh, someone will be playing Miles at some point, if I had to guess. But uh, regardless, the the guy in in this particular like version of the story, or whatever, is playing Ned Leeds, um, which is the guy who becomes the Hobgoblin. So Wait, who's Ned Leeds? Uh, his best friend the, in, in the trailer. Fat, Fat Michael Pena, yes. apparently. Yes. Oh. Well, they just fucking ruined that. So I, I'm curious. I like almost wonder if they're just never going to do Hobgoblin and there's nope. just like I a fan think, service thing? Or? I don't think they will ever do Hobgoblin or Green Goblin. I mean, Green Goblin would only come if they actually did a, a Sinister Six. But see, Hobgoblin is awesome because um, it, and I think it would actually work better in a movie than the Green Goblin would because he is like blatantly wearing a Halloween costume. Like... It is. Yeah, but you know they wouldn't stick with that. I guess. They, I don't there's know. no way they'd stick they with could, that. They could make. Uh, Marvel could make that cool. Marvel could make that cool. Plus, I also want to go back <laughs> to the humor thing. We didn't see anything funny about Spider Man Civil War. And then he was fucking hysterical in yeah. that movie. So I, I think that they're playing some of the the humor stuff. Like they're keeping that. Uh, yeah, arm. I'm sh- like I, I said, I am well sure. I am fully Dude, confident. You have a metal arm. That is so cool. Yeah, I am like confident in this movie being perfectly fine. I just, I was not blown. I'm about excited. I'm I'm more excited about it now than I was before. Yes, yeah, uh, ditto. I mean, not. It's pretty hard for me I to mean, get more Spider-Man excited guy. about yeah, a Spider-Man movie. But I'm not typically a Spider-Man it. guy. Well, then I'm very glad that you were so excited. I'm very excited. I need people to be excited so that they go with. Hopefully, me. Mercy you're not you're not invited to this movie with me because I don't need you killing my joy. Also, uh, the Shockers are just going to get his ass kicked. He's the worst. He's not the worst. He's pretty close to the worst. He's pretty close to the worst. Um, and then Thor 3. Uh, a little bit of That's news That's Electro, there. dummy. It's what? two different people. It was Electro. You're right. My bad. What is The, sh- the Shocker just yeah, has yeah, yeah. like... 
He's like I, I know. in the comics. He's, he's like yellow and red. I know. Yeah, he's a scorpion, fucking dumbass thing. No, scorpion's what? his own god. Scorpion's a different character. Holy shit, you're right. I'm Shocker, off today. Shocker just has like I'm off today. Vibration I get it. gauntlets. I get That's it. I'm thing. off today. And his suit absorbs vibrations. Were you ever you can, on, Josh? You can stop pointing it out now. I got it. And then see, the, then there's the scorpion <laughs> who has like a scorpion style suit, I think and they he could can't do, take it off. I think they could do a really cool scorpion. And then there's character. the rhino. Who his suit makes him super strong, but it also makes him super hot because it it doesn't breathe. So if he gets out. too exerted, he passes out. We're knock you fucking out. I, Man, I did not so. enjoy the rhino in uh, Amazing Spider-Man Two. Hey, I'm going to take off my ridiculous bulletproof mask so you can shoot me from far away, Spider-Man. Why was he Hispanic? Uh, uh, there was a, there was about six different <laughs> dialects. That was some that. Trey speak Spanish level <laughs> shit. ASA dos Verdonia. God damn it! Uh, Thor three <laughs> uh, will feature uh, officially now uh, the planet Sakaar, uh, which um, for those who do not know is the planet where Planet Hulk takes place. Um, obviously, Planet Hulk has been rumored to play like a very large role in uh, Thor Ragnarok. Um, and this kind of just further confirms that I'm really curious, like my assumption is that at some point in this whole movie, like Thor just ends up on that planet, like, and planet Hulk, that storyline is basically like already in motion and Thor like kind of stumbles in and we get a a glimpse of like Hulk beating the fuck out of some dudes in a gladiator rink and maybe some other stuff. And then they're out rink. Yeah. He did say rink. Yeah. It's like a skating rink. (laughs) Right. For gladiators. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Are the Bee Gees playing in the background? Aren't they always? <laughs> this is a couple's you, gladiator match. <laughs> I ask you, have you ever been to a gladiator rink where they did play the Bee Gees? Now I just want the Hulk cast in Roll Bounce 2. Um, I am like still shocked by the director choice for this movie as well. Um, I don't remember. It's it's Taika Waititi, who's the guy who did what <laughs> we... saw a real person. <laughs> So he's the director of what we do Tiger in the shadows. Fratini? <laughs> Taika Right. Tiger. Fratini. That's what I said. He's a New Zealand guy. He did what we do in the shadows, which is that fucking vampire movie that I hated last year. And right. he did Hunt for the Wilder People, which is a movie I watched today. Um, so he's like one for two for me. Uh, very interesting choice for a Thor movie. I would not have expected. That dude does like primarily just comedy. So Is Thor how Mike Tyson says sore? God damn it. Are we going to listen to our sponsors anytime soon? Like after, yeah. like after he fought Buster Douglas, was he Thor? <laughs> one more. You got one more? I got well, I got time for one more. What about what? No, you don't. We're like 120 right now. Yeah, we're fine. <laughs> but we'll, we'll listen to uh, an ad, and we'll, we'll be right back. Have you ever had the burning desire to express hatred for normal, everyday things? The kind of burning hatred that's normally reserved for that asshole who intentionally ran over your childhood dog while flipping the bird and giving your mom the business, but you simply can't find words strong enough? Well, you might be one of millions suffering from HD, hyperbolic dysfunction. Hi, I'm Josh Barnett, free-for-all podcast host and world-famous human hyperbolic chamber, and I'm here to tell you about Hatralis the new hyperbole enhancement supplement that's sure to improve your ability to show the world just how much you can despise something. So the next time someone tells you some heartbreaking news, you can go from this 
Tim Burton has actually signed on to direct a Kurt Cobain biopic with Kevin James and Melissa McCarthy playing Cobain and his widow, Courtney Love. Wow. That sounds like a really, really bad time. To this. Tim Burton has actually signed on to direct a Kurt Cobain biopic with Kevin James and Melissa McCarthy playing Cobain and his widow, Courtney Love. What the fuck? That sounds worse than being trapped in an AIDS internment camp on free dirty needle day in the middle of the hottest summer ever when the entire place smells like rotting cunt flesh. Ask your doctor today about Hatralis and to see if it's the right choice for you. And remember, if your hatred dies down after just four hours of ranting, you clearly haven't taken enough and I fucking hate you for it. And we're back. Thank you, sponsors. And peanut clusters. And peanut clusters. Not one of our sponsors. Uh, should also be. Also, not one of our sponsors. They should be. Homemade peanut <laughs> peanut clusters. I can't say oh, that. You fucked that one up bad. <laughs> I did. Uh, also, a thing that should uh, be a sponsor for us. Uh, very cute dogs, which we have obtained. Um, their faces are hidden behind microphones now, but now they're not. And now Chuck is holding the dog in He's a, good boy. a way that... Makes it even cuter. His name is Doug. He has just met you and he loves you. Squirrel. He does not like the cone of shame. <laughs> now we all know why Doug has his name. Yes, indeed. Uh, but yeah, Doug is the uh, unofficial official mascot of the Free For All podcast. Um, so everyone say hello in the comments below. We should. Uh, yeah. And uh, if you know anybody from like the Humane Society or people that know a lot of people that might watch our show, show them this dog. <laughs> Uh, at one point, this is the show, free advertising. At one Help point, us. At one point in the show, I'm just gonna uh, advertise or uh, advertise. I'm gonna edit in uh, Sarah McLaughlin music, <laughs> like just freeze frame on your face. It's gonna be fantastic. Um, he literally so, looks like he has no idea what's going on. We just have about 26 television shows Welcome and my world. Uh, 32 movies to discuss. <laughs> For the rest of the evening, and then we're done. And then we'll have to do is talk about all of the Golden Globes and the Geek Geek later on. So let's do this. Yeah, so not much at all to cover. Um, premieres, I think I might be the only one on both of these, and I have uh, hardly anything to say about either of them. Um, but they're both Netflix shows um, that I started first, uh, the OV. Is it OV or OA? Or o- a- OA, just kidding. I'm reading it right off the notes, in which uh, that's... I'm <laughs> Auto-corrected and- to OV? <laughs> Uh, yeah, I, was, I was planning on watching this, but I never got around to it. Is it? Uh, so it's it's uh, seven one-hour episodes. Um, I've only watched the first one. It's so. not gotten the same buzz that other Netflix shows. Uh, it certainly hasn't. I have heard on a couple of podcasts. It's actually the same podcast um, that recommended this other show that I'm about to talk about on Netflix. But um, supposedly it is um, kind of one of those Leftovers-esque, Lost-esque, like, we're going to yeah, confuse questions, the shit questions, out of you. We're gonna, yeah, we're going to... Pro- uh, like propose a lot of questions and then answer them really goddamn slowly um kind of shows the, the first episode is interesting this girl kind of like um is in a coma and wakes up and has a, apparently some supernatural type powers um <laughs> Doug really likes the mic um but anyway uh it, I don't know man it was intriguing but not so intriguing that like I had that feeling that I right, had right. in stranger things and and other shows where it was like oh I got to watch the next episode Instead, I was like, oh, I think I'm going to go to bed, and I'll watch this later. <laughs> <laughs> Doug. Doug. Shit. No, Doug. No. <laughs> oh, we have just thrown in the towel on any level, like a modicum of professionalism at this point. Doug. 
Doug, how dare you? Out of nowhere. That was the RKO of farts. <laughs> Imagine how Doug felt about it. I mean, God damn. I'm switch oh your food God, or something. That was yeah, so you, random. You keep pointing it off on the dog. Oh, that's why he's here. Because uh, <laughs> Chuck's feeling a little gassy. Oh, man. Um, anyway. Uh, yeah, the OA. I don't if you if you're into that kind of show, like um, just kind of the very um, kind of <laughs> we're gonna be vague till the very end sort of thing. Um, then you know, I mean, it's definitely not a poorly made show, and it was interesting, but it definitely wasn't like oh shit, you gotta watch this kind of material. Uh, the other one is uh, Crazy Head, which is a British show that I'm assuming Netflix purchased uh, as they want to do, but it is labeled as a Netflix original. Um, it is uh, very very British. Um, and, uh, the first 30 minute episode, uh, I think there are either eight or 10 episodes. Um, but the first episode, basically this girl is trying to, um, like get her friend to not be, uh, possessed any longer cause she's convinced that she's possessed. Oh, okay. And is convinced that the way to do that is to pee on her and, uh, hijinks ensue and it's <laughs> super weird and like, I think it's supposed to be funny, but it never is. How many it's of, not good. what is this called? Crazy head. How many of it's the weird. tons of super Britishy things to say do they say? Um, I'm not really the expert on that, like Chuck, but um, there are at least <laughs> a hand- wanker. Th- there's no wanker. What? No, it's not, not a s- British show. It's a fake British show. Not a single wanker. Lift. Uh, possibly. Fuzzy Winkle. Definitely. Do they smoke a fag? <laughs> no, they light it. Well, it's still a fag. Yeah, and then they smoke it, though. <laughs> oh, okay. After they light it. Ah! You just didn't have the proper order of operations. <laughs> All right. This is not working say out, bye. Huh? <laughs> Say bye to Doug, everybody. Thanks, Doug. Thanks bye. for joining us. Can, can we get his thoughts on Crazy Head before he goes? Hated it. <laughs> Jesus Christ. This is fantastic television. Um, all right, so while Chuck's doing that, uh, those are the premieres. Don't watch Crazy Head. Okay. Do check out the OA if that's your sort of show. Um... Next, we will go with shows that have completely finished. We'll end with winter break stuff. Um, let's go with South Park first, because I don't think Chuck's in on this, and both of you uh, and I have. I think he is. Oh, well, then let's go with Pitch. Yeah, Pitch. Um, he might be in on that, too. <laughs> God damn it. I finished Transparent. There you go. Um, seasons hey, two Chuck. and three. Let's talk about South Park. Uh, <laughs> nope. Seasons two and three are Transparent. Um I don't think that show is a good marathon show, it turns out. I, I would not assume it is. Outside of a season. So season one, I marathoned, it was great. Season two, I marathoned, it was great. And then I went from two straight into three, and about three episodes, three or four episodes into season three. Um, You're just I, like, I can't do this I got fatigue a little bit. Um, and I ended up just going ahead and fatigue. Yeah, fatigue a little. And he didn't say that, but sure. It, sound, it was pretty close. I think fatigue and a little bit. Yeah, you said just... fatigued a little bit. I heard the D. You enunciated. You always hear the D. <laughs> You can hear the D from a mile away. <laughs> it's always calling to him. Um, I'm hearing it, though? That's how attuned you are. You're like a Native American listening for, a, like, a pack of horses. I'm impressed that you said Native American. <laughs> you want me to say engine? I mean, it feels like something you'd say. <laughs> Damn, Josh. Racist bastard. Slightly racist. <laughs> you oh, be... you reared up like you are going to hit me. I like it. Um, God damn it. But anyways, no, that show continues to do what it does best. It tackles very, um, like, serious issues in a very um, well-made way. Um, it, <laughs> Brittany kind of tried to get into it, like, halfway through with me and was incredibly confused. And, like, watching it with her made me realize that that show is an absolute, like, roller coaster. Like, 
no one in that show is very happy for very long. Um, yeah, it seems like one al- of those kinds of shows. But they always find happiness again. It is just, and I, that's kind of, I think, how like life is. I mean, you know it what I mean? It doesn't seem like, like she doesn't t- tend to like the lows, though, from what I could gather from our movie-going experience this weekend. No, certainly not. And I mean, the, the, the lows are kind of hard to take if you, in that show, if you aren't already invested, invested in the characters. Um, I am invested in those characters, and so like, when the lows happen, it's very emotional, and then it's you know very joyous when like they um, like something good happens in their life again. And they all there's multiple characters. It's um, you know it's basically five like main characters in that show um, that all have some sort of like lead role at various times, and they are all going through these ups and downs. Like when two of them are up, then three of them might be down, and so on and so forth, and it changes all the time. So, um, but no, that's it. Still tends to be. Um, Funny at times, but mostly pretty serious. And there are some like legit emotional moments in it. Um, but yeah, it continues to like um, tell a very interesting story um, and be incredibly fucking well made and acted. So um, yeah, transparent Amazon, go watch it. Uh, let's jump back to South Park now. South Park. Is yes, done. South sad, Park has been. You, you were watching this too, right? I mean, I didn't even come close to finish. I think I watched oh. like three episodes. Oh, I thought you would kept up with it. I- no, sir. I thought the season was great. I remember it fondly. I I do remember it a lot. <laughs> I I actually am sad that the last episode, like, I don't feel like we got a resolution on the member berries at all. Oh, member berries have not seen their final day. They better not, because it's like the greatest creation that show has had in like ten years. I don't know about all that, but um, they are really fucking funny. They were great. They were really funny. And I enjoy that they talk mostly about Star Wars. Yeah, but they're uh, talking about the fact that Star Wars Episode Seven was not actually good. I know, but I still enjoy that they talk about Star Wars, Josh. Um, I'll take fair. Yeah, I'll take Star Wars where I can get it. Um, yeah, no, that that was probably my favorite part of the entire season. Uh, they continue to do the serialized thing where they, um, you know, the whole episode is one long story. Um, probably like my least favorite stuff was the uh, the troll stuff. Yeah, the troll um, hunt website or whatever I can't remember what it's called anymore. Troll hunter, right? No, that's the show. Oh, okay. Well, I don't know. Anyway, either way. Um, but yeah, I I didn't love that part with Gerald. I don't think the Broflovsky family in general is all that interesting. Um, God, I got angry every time Sheila went into like his mom, Kyle's mom, went into like her screaming fits about her kids not listening to her. What? 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 Like I <laughs> I legitimately got mad. Like you're acting like a fucking baby. Stop. For whatever reason, it just like grated on my. Yeah. Very to be last fair, year. she really wasn't. She was acting like a reasonable parent who would completely freak the fuck out if their children locked them in the pantry. Ah, fuck that. So that they could, and by her perception, uh, troll like a bunch of it's funny elementary school girls. It's funny. And put dicks in their mouths. No, the dicks in the mouths went to the parents. Whatever. Either way. Damn. Man. Honestly. For real. It's South Park. Like, that's not in the realm of possibility. Um, but yeah, no, like... Where where that went and like uh, like the entire storyline of like the the ma- that main storyline of, of trolling. I believe it was um, uh, uh, trollrace dot com, right? Troll race? I don't think it's race. No, well, it might have been troll hunt. That's what Evan says. Trollrace dot com. I trust Evan. I was trying to play it off as my idea. It didn't work, Evan. Sorry. <laughs> Josh is a fucker. Uh, well, because if you could read, he is right. It's trolltrace.com. Oh. Thank you, Evan. You were correct. Point I'm being. Get your bifocals. Dude, 
it's not that far off. Troll race and troll trace aren't that far off. You were just like, no, no, yeah. That's what I did. All right, children. Yeah. I what, what, what? I, thought this I, I remember when incredible. I enjoyed talking about this show. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> oh, Evan's delayed reactions are fantastic. Um, no, I, this is the first season of South Park that I've kept up with, um, like, week to week. Um, and it's, it's definitely good. Like, I don't like it the way that I think that you and Evan like it, Josh. Like, no, not, I mean, a lot of people do like it the way Evan and I like it, but not like. And it's really well a made, and it's funny, and it's incredible that they turn it around in like a week and the, like the president, uh, presidential debates happen, and then like the next week, like that exact thing is being spoofed on the show. Like things like that are incredibly impressive, um, and it's it's obviously a funny show, but like it still does not hold like that place in my heart. Like it's not a top five animated show of like. This no, year for, for me. <clears throat> for me, it's easily number one. But uh, the Bill and Bill song. Everybody is a top five, but it's definitely not a top three. The Bill and say, Bill song many, was fucking hilarious. How many new animated shows? You, well, not new animated new. shows, but. So you got Rebels. Uh, I got Rebels. I got Bojack. Bob's Burgers. But Bob's, right. Oh, Bo, uh, Bojack's probably right right in that same area. Um, and then uh, Rick and Morty is easily. Yeah, Rick and Morty is pretty awesome. Rick and Morty is like my number two behind, behind Bob's Burgers. Easily. God, I love that fucking show. Season three is about to start. Turns out I just hate animation nowadays. It turns out. It's because it's drawn poorly. It should all be Miyazuki or whatever that guy's name is. Yep. The one thing about South Park is it's fucking beautiful drawing. You were so, but that just you makes you uh, I, I do think that Bob's Burgers looks like shit. I think that show is ugly. I mean, it's just, you know, hypocritical. But, it's know, hideous. It's, okay. it's stupid. No, I'm saying what you said. It's hideous. Secrets of Lies season okay. two. Speaking I of get it, AKA, not as good as the Secrets death of Lies probably the series. One. Yeah, Michael Ely is a uh, beautiful man. He is very beautiful. He has eyes that go on for days. God, Josh um, is working that bottle. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't going to say it, but yes. Um, he's a fantastic actor. He does great things. He could not save Secrets and Lies. Um, this season, exact same setup. Um, same detective, Juliette Lewis. Uh, in all of her mumbly, gravelly glory. <laughs> <laughs> um, talking about Mojo Jojo and stuff like she does. Uh, <laughs> um, she is uh, the detective on um, on yet another case um, where a murder has occurred. Uh, Michael Ely's wife, played by that chick from Fast and Furious. Uh, Jordana Brewster. That hurt. Also that. in Chuck. Hello. That's fair. Oh, the girl who always looks like she's confused by smelling her own fart. She is also in uh, Lethal Weapon. She is. Sure. That's what I she also... looks like. No. Listen, no, that's what her Mr. face always looks Ryan like. Ryan Reynolds. No, eyes that person bullshit. is Chloe from 24. That lady always looks like she's smelling her own up. fart. God, 24 is the best. Anyway. <laughs> um <laughs> Point being, um, yeah, it's it's the exact same setup. He is a like high paid or uh, high like, yeah, paid corporate lawyer, um, basically. John Locke's or, in the show not, too, right? Not a lawyer, but excuse me, but oh, like a God. financial advisor. Yeah, um, seriously. Yeah, John Locke is plays his um, his father. Um, his adop- adoptive father or is, has no? It, uh, he Michael Ely plays mixed in this. I don't know if he's actually mixed race or not, but his mother was African American. 
Okay. John Locke was is his God, biological is father. I, I don't think you could lock in a show more for me hating it. Like it. <laughs> Wait, hold on. I love that. I know you didn't mean to, what? but you realized the in. second we oh. talked about God him being it. mixed race, you were like, "Oh, I don't think oh, you could." Possibly <laughs> made me dislike a show more. Oh, I thought you were going to say the fact that he didn't like John Locke, but he said he locked that's what I thought you were show. talking about. And that's why uh, no, no. I'm just saying you put fucking Terry O'Quinn and Juliette Lewis in a show. I'm not going to watch it. Uh, flat out. That's that's fine. You weren't going to watch it anyways. That's true. You don't the have to tell me sucks. that you weren't going to watch it. Um, but I was going to watch it because the first season was fucking awesome. Um, and I loved it to death. This just didn't have like the same kind of pace. Page uh, page one, Jesus Christ. Uh, season one felt like a page turner. Like It felt like, the again, one of those things where you just like were desperate to know what happened in the next episode. This did not have that. Like I struggled to finish it. And the twist, okay, this is me we're talking about, so keep that in mind. Uh-huh. I knew who the fucking killer was, like, a mile away. Um, like, the it twist felt like was, it was that. Um, okay, I guess spoilers for the next couple of seconds if you're into Secrets and Lies. It felt to me like it was that one girl. Wh- which one girl? <laughs> Be the, slightly more specific. I can't because re- it's been so long since I've seen it. I only watched two episodes, but there was one girl who was, like, really in his corner. I can't remember. Is she white? I think so. Okay, then no. Um, it's his sister. Um, Hold on. That is. I think that it is the the. I think that is the. I mean, she's I definitely not white. Hold on. Um, let me look at her. But no. So it's the 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 plot of the whole thing is that um, you find out his sister basically is very upset that she cannot have children, and it's like taking all this fertility fertility treatments and all this stuff, um, and then basically on the roof where the murder happens. Um, Michael Ely's uh, wife says, hey, I'm pregnant like we weren't even trying. It was just, oops, Whoa. I'm pregnant. And she gets super pissed and pushes her, and it's an accident, and then she tries to cover it up, and that's about all there is to it. It's pretty fucking lame. Um, that sounds pretty fucking awful. It wasn't good. Th- there there are totally some great performances in this show. Um, it's decently written, but, man, like the whole point of the first one was that like you were constantly guessing and like, if I remember correctly, I don't think Evan even knew till maybe like halfway through the last episode who it was. Like I knew who it was like episode six or seven of a ten episode season. Um, it was definitely um, a pretty big letdown. So. Yeah, no, I mean, I think doing a uh, a second season uh, without the actual main person doing the killing, I think, was a mistake. Yeah, I remember we had talked about whether or not they would actually commit to that, and <clears throat> it's interesting that they decided not to. I, I don't know. Is this coming back for a third season? Uh, it's not been announced one way or the other. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised. I don't think it did very well. Um, but I don't know for sure. Um, I don't, and again, I don't think anybody knows for sure. I don't think they've, they've said. But, um, I mean, I wouldn't necessarily, like, completely write off a third season. But, um, I mean, because, again, it's it's so... Uh, that girl, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah. That is who I was thinking of. Yes, that's totally who did it. I just couldn't remember. The the characters outside of Michael Ely, because he's gorgeous, just really bored me to tears. Like and <laughs> That's I fair. Really he's easily anybody. the shining star in that show. Yeah. <coughs> um, but yeah, yeah. It's uh, Again, it's it's also didn't help that like they did it based on this like very elite, very rich family who's like well off. Like I think the a lot of the charm from the first season came from the fact that it was like this very middle class suburban like guy who had kind of um, a lot to lose and all that kind of stuff. And this just felt like didn't feel as personal. Um, it felt a little bit like more cold and rigid than, than the first season did. So I uh, definitely didn't love it. 
Okay, then. Uh, apparently, Evan says zero chances comes back. I do not watch TV by the number or, or read TV by the numbers nearly as closely as um, as Evan does. Can we just have him on a goddamn speakerphone or something? It would be easier. Uh, guys. A conference call. Uh, uh. Guys, it's trolltrace.com. Um, we're also going to talk a little bit about Shut Eye, uh, which is a new Hulu original. Yeah, tease it for me because I really want to watch yeah, this. I, um, I have finished it. Um, it, it. I think I knew about the show before Evan did. Uh, it's very possible. Um, but uh, I've definitely, yeah, I won't give away the ending or any, any major spoilers or anything. Um, but the premise of the show um, is the main character. And do you remember his name? He's from he, main, main guy from Burn Notice, and then he played a big part in season two of Fer, uh, Fargo. And Michael but, something, isn't it? Um, man, I do not remember. I'm, you know I'm the worst with names. Um, yeah, look that up for me while I'm, yeah. I'm talking. But anyways, um, he plays basically a um, con man who poses as, as a psychic. Um, so um, I know he is. If only if Jeffrey Donovan. Only this show. I was I was part right. I said Michael Donovan, Jeffrey Donovan, Jeffrey Donovan. Yes. Uh, like again, if you watched any kind of Burn Notice, and, and um, Burn Notice was a great like USA show. It was kind of part of the whole Blue Skies uh, initiative yeah. from USA, which means I oh, loved David it. Zayas is in the show. There's like a him. lot of really good people on the show. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Hell yeah, Dr. Zayas. <laughs> no, he's, um, uh, what's his name from Dexter, the Hispanic detective from yeah, Dexter. Yeah, and he is everybody loves. a brutal fucking, like, mob boss in this. Awesome. And he murders the fuck out of some people. That's awesome. Um, yeah, it's. I really like him. It's really, yeah, he's an amazing actor. Um, but yeah, so basically, um, uh, the main character works for, um, like, gypsies, like, modern day gypsies. Um, so they're essentially, they're essentially a crime family. Um, and he like gives them a kickback from whatever money he makes. And like the whole thing is that, um, he basically is only allowed to do like very short, uh, cons. Like he can't, um, do any kind of like long con at all. He can't make a ton of fucking money. Um, like none of that's allowed and what little money he does make, he has to kick back a certain percentage to the gypsies. Um, and basically I the nickel for every time I said that. <laughs> Basically, the show um, is a combination of a few different like kind of plot lines, but the main one is is uh, him kind of looking to break that mold and in, in the you know whatever the scenarios that ensue. So um, I don't want to give away too much more than that, but um, thank you. There's some like really cool stuff that happens. Um, it wraps up pretty nicely, but definitely leaves um, some open ended stuff. So that season two is clearly something that's um, intended to happen. Um, but yeah, throughout, man, it's. Uh, it's funny at times. It's got some like really good. I don't want to say action scenes, but like um, dramatic scene again, where like mob bosses are killing some motherfuckers and, and such. Um, uh, it's really well acted throughout. Really well written. Um, like the whole night. It's one of the better like streaming original shows of the year. I don't. It's not a lock for my top ten, but it's certainly a contender for my top ten. Yeah, How's it stack against Goliath. Not as good for me. But that's a really st- you're like, kind of a sucker for a good yeah. liar. Like, and this is a thriller. Uh, like, thriller. Goliath, of the night. To, Goliath to me is like a um, like a fucking like John Grisham novel or some shit. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Again, like it feels like a, a page turner kind of novel sort of thing. Um, and this is not quite in that wheelhouse. Um, okay. So just on like style alone, I think mm-hmm. I like Goliath more and Billy Bob Thornton. Holy shit! Um, but it is certainly like in that same realm. Um, it's up there, so I liked it a lot. You should watch it. I watched the first episode. I will admit that the first episode did not hook me. Episode, like from episode two on, though, I was in. Not to say if you don't you watch guys, it more, that's yeah, fine. But you guys hyped it up like crazy. I I like flat out didn't like the show. Um, it doesn't 
help the fact that like when I heard about the premise, I was like, oh man, I really like the show that was very much like that for oh. eight seasons. And yeah. I did you really think it was gonna be like psych? I thought that it could have been a more lighthearted show for sure. I mean, I, I had, no, I had nothing moments, about it. I had seen no trailers or anything else. Psych is it's a just pretty a, unique fucking show. Yeah, but I'm just saying, like, it could definitely have a more lighthearted tone to it, and that's what I was expecting it to be. So that probably doesn't help. Yeah, it does get compared to a show that I loved that is very similar to it in terms is, of overall premise with Psych. Um, that's what I'm saying. Like, it is. It is the premise. But what of I'm it saying is, nothing is like in my mind, it immediately <laughs> goes to that to the uh, comparison because the premise is still no. It is it, not. It is still a con man pretending to be. A psych- yeah, but but not for really nefarious purposes, uh, he yeah, he was totally a con man. He wasn't a con man. He was man. picked up at, on a con in the first episode. I mean, he's but you don't when you think psych, you don't think con man, or at least I don't. I did like every episode. He was just a, a person that like didn't find his way and bounced from job to job to job to job to job, and then he lied about this. Like, this he's is hyper observant. Yeah, this is very clearly like. And I get that it's, it's it was never going to be the same show. I'm just simply saying that I had that like in my head going in. Yeah, you set yourself up for and failure like on that e- one. even if not, it's just a dour, boring show for me personally. Like I just I didn't enjoy pretty much anything in it. I I just it was it was not for me. Fair enough. Um, I just wanted to get some words in there. And then, uh, well, actually, not last. Uh, Conviction. Do you have anything to say about Conviction? It's, it is done. It's probably canceled. That's a show. <laughs> like, yeah. It's got, it, it's it is a, a procedural show with a very some, attractive lady in it who doesn't act very well, in my humble opinion. Like some decently likable characters and a nice, like, kind of twist. Some of the most ridiculous interstitials from scene to scene I've ever seen in my life. Dude, and fuck they never that stop. Uh, but yeah, that show is overall fairly forgettable. Yeah, and, and that should be a show I like, like, based on the type of show that it is. It's very freak of the week. Like, we're going to get a new case every week and, and do some stuff. I mean, I, man, I kept I up with it versus it. other shows like Timeless, which I had never. Yeah, liked. for me, it was not nearly as. And especially once I found out, like, it was a definite dead in the water situation. I just couldn't ever go back to it. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it's definitely on my, like, towards the bottom of my list in terms of premieres this year. But. Mm. Thanks for that input. <laughs> Threw me off there. Um, and then uh, Pitch is the last thing we have to talk about in terms of shows that are done for the year. Um, their seasons are complete. Uh, did you? How far did you get in this, Chuck? Uh, two episodes. Okay. Oh, okay. And uh, then you're finished, right? Yeah, I'm, de- I'm definitely finished. I really liked it. I Man, just, it's really good. There's just so much fucking good TV. Uh, you're right. And I like playing games. And every once in a while, I got to spend time with like kids and shit and Walter fucking Puppy and... Oh, there's a lot to do, no doubt. I'm not, and I even I'm not watch judging TV you. While I'm like walking the puppy, and I'll listen to TV sometimes while I'm driving around. I've done that on shows before. I have um, too. Pitch for me, like it was one of the few shows that like I just had to watch as soon as a new episode came out. Like I, I watched it the day it was out, the entire season. Like, yeah, I wasn't quite that high on it, but I mean, I, I did very I much like it. I love the premiere, um, and I think that girl's going to have a bright future, regardless of what happens. She is. Oh. Gorgeous, by the way. Yes, she is. She is. She's incredibly talented. There is a there's an episode um, about halfway through the season um, where she gets this giant endorsement deal from Nike, um, and they have this huge party, and she um, goes to it, and she's like wearing this super expensive dress that they like lend to her or whatever, um, so she can like show it off. Holy fucking yeah. shit! Uh, like, for, they also um, <laughs> it's an impressive go look. on. That's all no. I feel like. I, yeah, she was more important. I mean, they gorgeous. do a, they do an ESPN body issue really um, shoot as well. It's actually like I don't know if you care about spoilers too much here. How old is this girl? Uh, she's probably early twenties, I'd imagine. Okay. Yeah, I don't know if you care nice. about spoilers too much at all. 
But it was it was actually a really cool way that they brought it in. I love the like camaraderie of everybody on that show. Like they really do sell the locker room aspect of of being on a major league team, um, yeah. including the infighting. Um, I thought Mark Mark Paul Gossler was fun, fantastic. I can't speak right now. Um, um, yeah, Zach Morris. He, he delivers himself a sp- <laughs> like a speech for real. Yeah. Um, uh, he does a good job with it, and he's always funny whenever he references it, like any of that shit. Yeah. I thought their interplay specifically was really, really good. I love um, uh, Resting Bitch Face's, um, <laughs> her assistant. Allie Asian Larder? Guy. Yeah. yeah, thank you. Allie Larder. I can't remember her name. Uh, I loved her, her assistant. Like, every every aspect of the show. Um, I really hope it comes back, because the way that it ends, like, that was brutal. Yeah, it was. Um... It was, like, such a shitty way for that season to end for for her. I don't know. I mean, there's, there's like that show is also a show of ups and downs. Not quite as as strong as as um, others, maybe, but like there was constant like she would have this great game, but then like something in her, like that. Bas- that was basically a combination of like She's great professional moments, nice, great professional moments, and just Whoa, like for me. shitty. God damn it, dude! Shitty personal moments. Um, um, but that, that that episode actually where she does get the dress and she ends up going to that college party or whatever, like that. There, there's a fantastic breakdown in that show. It, like the, yes. the end of that episode when they are watching the video. That was the showcase of her acting in that show. And, and like the it's also my favorite episode of the season. It was it was fan, it was fantastically done. Uh, e from Entourage is a sleazy like wannabe baseball manager in this show, and I fucking loved him in that role. Like he's really good. I I I, I really I hope this show comes back. It probably doesn't have much of a chance, and it sucks to leave it on that kind of a uh, a note. But man, I really liked it. Yeah, um, for, for somebody back. It's supposedly baseball. very expensive for obvious reasons. Yeah, I'm um, sure the MLB license is not cheap for them. They got to yeah. pay Joe Buck his inflated ass ego pricing too. Um, I know. I hate Joe Buck. That dude. But I like it, and I really enjoy that. There's a show all about He's baseball on, on TV too. That no hitter episode was also pretty fucking the finale. Awesome. Yeah, right. You're right. That is the finale. Did you get it? Um, you really want to know? I don't care. So the the whole point of that episode is they they were going to shut her down before that. Um, game because they wanted to save her. Apparently, they did the math and the screwball has like a larger effect on her arm, so her pitch count was like super high compared to what it should be. Um, after all the turmoil going on, she decides to get one last start in, and then she pitches a no hitter through the eighth, and she runs up to catch a bunt and throw to first, and basically tears her arm out. Oh shit! Yeah, yeah. and like the season just ends with her getting carted off. Oh shit! It's fucking terrible. <laughs> actually, you know what? If that show ends, that's actually a pretty decent way to end the show. I think. I mean, I it's guess. definitely a, one of the better cliffhangers that I've ever seen. Because sure. you I know, is she back, going but... to? You know, it, it allows you to kind of yeah, think you're on your own. Yeah. I guess, but man, it would just you would hate to see like that, like the first female uh, who ended up being like quite successful, like go out in a blaze of glory with only one season. God, that is her, that right? is a just a straight punch to the oh, nuts. It was hard to watch, man. It was like, awesome, it, too, the though. whole stadium went silent. Man, it was rough. They did, they did a very good job with that show. They did, indeed. Uh, all right. Oh, did Kevin Arnold's dad uh, make it through the whole yes, season? Yes, he did. Okay, good for him. <laughs> yeah, he actually became one of... I liked him he, to begin That guy with, has but... no name. That's fair. <laughs> He's like the dad from Numbers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, can we get a new show? Just a reboot of My Two Dads with just them? And they're actually but it's called the as... dad from Numbers and Kevin Arnold's dad. <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> yes. Um, <laughs> is there gonna... anybody else like that that you could think of that like it's just like oh the guy from or somebody something dad like people know Carl Winslow right? Yeah, you know Carl Winslow's name. Um... Yeah, he's his own character. He's not you know yeah, he's not just the dad. Yeah. 
Not that I can think of. I'm sure there is one. There's definitely TV dads I, mean, I don't know their names, but I don't think they're widely regarded them. In recent years, a lot of the comedies have been the mom from. Yeah, that's fair. Like it's been the a mom whole lot from of the Goldbergs or mm-hmm. the mom from the Real O'Neills. Like I don't know those characters' names in any way, but you or you fresh can off the boat, them. whatever it is. See, that's what I was thinking of is Ray Park in um, Fresh Off the Boat as the dad from that. But that shows it doesn't have that. Does anybody watch that show anymore? I, I loved about halfway through the the second season, and I was it just felt like, hey, hard for me. I can't keep doing it. Goldberg's did two eventually. It still taught me to roll it out, though. So right, about it. God, well, it's the important things in life. Um, it is indeed crap. probably the most important lesson I've ever learned from a television show. I'm gonna drown um, myself tonight. No, you're not. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, you're not, um, dude. You missed your calling. You should have been like <laughs> <I'm> a therapist <laughs> or a. I gotta get my I'm band down. Suicide Hotline, quit fucking around. <laughs> no, no, you're not. You're you, not. Sh- you piece of shit. Uh, you pussy. You're too weak to do it, fucker. You probably just got fucking butter knives in your cabinet, don't you? Jesus oh my Christ. God, we're never gonna All right, show. Nope. <laughs> Shows that are on winter break. Uh, the Real O'Neills uh, continues to be fucking hilarious. I really, uh, it was it was really funny that this happened. I was talking to uh, Evan about the show, maybe like three or four episodes into season two, and I was like, man, like I like the show. And like, almost every character has significant like moments where they are just absolutely fucking hilarious. Uh, the older brother has probably the most of those, um, Jimmy. But he like there are, every character has their moment, um, at least every few episodes. Um, but um, Kenny, the main character, like they were being a bit heavy-handed with the fact that he's gay. Like it was just like, hey, just in case you forgot, this guy's gay. And this is a show about how he's gay and what he has to like deal with because he's gay. Like it was just not subtle. Like you know, even transparent. Like it's clearly about. Has it ever a, been subtle though? Like every time I've seen that kid, it is always about that. It, it, you're right, and that's. I was like, it's. I told Evan, I was like, it's getting a little old. And I swear to you, the next episode, the whole episode was just about like how much they talk about. Like it literally did like a sizzle reel of all the other times he said, "I'm gay." In the entire like series so like far, like a like a I'm like a coming out clip show, <laughs> kind of. <laughs> but it was basically them just like acknowledging, like yeah, like we've been heavy handed <laughs> with this, um, <laughs> uh, and so like and since then, um, there everything outside of the finale they toned it back quite a bit. Like okay. I mean, again, he's still like gay, and there was a there was a really good episode um, in the first half of the season where. Like, just as a favor um, to his older brother, he joins the wrestling team for this one match because some kid, like, can't make it or something. They have to have a certain number of wrestlers to, like, compete in state or whatever the fuck it is. Um, And, like, the whole thing is, like, he becomes, like, the super popular, um, like, wrestler and kind of overshadows his older brother whose, like, only thing is wrestling. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's all about that. And then at, like, the very end, um, like, they go to do the wrestling match. And for a show that is pretty much straight comedy all the time um is like an actual like poignant moment where the dude from the other team is like nah just forfeit and uh the referee's like what and he's like the kenny's like oh i get it like i totally get it and the guy walks away and he he doesn't want to wrestle him because he feels uncomfortable because he's gay and like the whole team stands up and like walks out and like protest or whatever Uh, yeah it was a it's a really good moment that show um and that show doesn't hadn't up until that point done that very well so um. Yeah, I, season two so far I think is better than than season. Man, people one. are a bunch of fuckers too, because you know shit like that would happen for. Yeah, real. it yep. would absolutely. 
Um, yeah, it was, it was really. That is, of course, if he like made it there without getting his ass beat first. That's fair. God, um, people are fuckers. Yep, sad but very true. Um, next up, um, another uh, really fantastic sitcom, Speechless. Yeah, yeah. Speechless. <laughs> I think we're all in on this, Speechless. Right? Gotta love that Pew. show. Yeah, dude. What? JJ is awesome. Talk about a show that I don't think um, is very heavy-handed. I mean, like, it is every week about something to do with his disability, but like... I mean, the other characters also they get their it. moments, but they do it in a way that's not it's like smart. bludgeoning you in the yes. head with it. It's smart, and it's usually like them using him to take advantage of people, and then they're like, "Well, fuck, this is a bad thing to do." Let's, you know, there's a, some sort of yeah. moral at the end of it, like the Christmas episode when they kept cutting line and getting all that shit, and then he gave that DVD yeah. to that person or whatever. That was, you know, I really enjoyed the episode where he like went on his first date, basically. That was really cool. And they like, tried like to really choreograph good. everything for the first kiss and all that oh, stuff. Oh, yeah. Man, it was so good. <laughs> Man, him getting rejected was like heartbreaking. Yeah, because they set it up like, oh, okay, yeah, this is a good hearted yeah. show. He's obviously going to get the girl, but nope. Nope. And that, they but wrote that character that, honestly, quick. But... No, it was great. Um, um, the, the like Him throwing out the first pitch at the baseball game I thought was like yeah. super sweet as well. Oh, but... When they choreographed the look. Of the... Yeah. <laughs> The uh, the choir episode I thought was really good, where um, like everyone's like freaking out how well JJ can sing. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, that was actually like the last episode or the one right before it. I guess it was the one right before because I watched that one. I yeah, don't think the, I've seen the last one was it the Christmas episode that was the the last. Oh no, because well, no, the Christmas episode is where his the dad's brother comes into town. Oh yeah, yeah. Family, yep. And they have man the 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 daughter said something fucking hilarious in that episode, and I can't remember what it. She's is probably now. my least favorite of that show. She is my least favorite. She's as well. she's not unbearable though. Yeah, that's they the know how to use her, which is good. Which a lot of those shows don't. They no. can't really use the third wheel of the kids, basically. Yeah, like if she didn't exist, it wouldn't be yeah, that big of a. Real Neils has the same weak link. Like the 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 younger sister in that show is also. Like, not the worst, but definitely the worst of the characters. I don't hear. I never heard you guys talk about the sister on the Goldbergs. Um, oh, that yeah, that girl was the most throwaway. I feel like the the twins, uh, twin brothers, and fresh off the boat actually did like a decent job of being funny they are, characters. They are probably up there in terms of that. That they're role, really yeah. funny. Um, um, but yeah, but no, yeah. Speechless is incredibly smart, and it does have a lot of like poignant moments. I think. And it, it does um, it, but like while still having comedy, like in every time. The, well, yeah. Let's talk about the dad. The dad is fantastic. And, and like I, I've noticed that like they do a good job of almost every moment that the kids have, especially the two uh, that aren't JJ. Like they almost always have those moments with their dad. Like he very clearly. Yes. Like, it's the choir episode. I am up to date on this. Yeah. Okay, so the choir episode yeah. is the last one. All right. Um, Where'd he go? Chuck? God, his dance, Kenneth's dance at the end of that shit was hilarious. Yes, it was. Um, but no, that that uh, that scene where uh, the dad takes them out to the airport to like it was like the first or second episode, right? Oh no, it was way later. Where they like dealing with? Oh, the daughter. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Okay, you're right. Sorry. I and was... then he takes the, eventually in the same episode. He takes the son out there too, but the younger son. But either way, yeah, like that. Uh, that was a really good. Oh, they like, can scream at the yeah, yeah. planes flying over. Yeah, yeah. The planes are taking off. I think the 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 moment that got me absolutely hooked on the show was when she was about to fire Kenneth. It was the second episode. I she think. went into the bathroom. She went to the bathroom, and he was yep. helping JJ use the bathroom. And like, dude, I my, thought that's everybody's moment. My in that heart, show, man, fucking melted, man. It was so like. It was sweet. Yep. I mean, there's nothing yeah. else you can say about it. It was just incredibly sweet. No, I actually think Kenneth is like the the source for most of the like fantastic like 
heartfelt moments in that show, actually. Like, I think his oh, yeah. play with JJ, when he was, like, getting him dressed, like, trying to dress him for success for, like, getting a date, yeah. I thought was hilarious. Like, just the situations he gets put in, as, put in as well around a bunch of high school kids is always funny when they were, like, sending him off to do errands for JJ and then getting him drunk at the party. Yeah. Like, I, they, they play that character incredibly well. It's it's a super smart and funny show. I, I'm actually pretty impressed with how well J.J. acts. Yeah. I mean, he's just like a, like a normal actor. It's awesome. No, yeah. yeah it's, it's When he laughs at stuff that was funny, I was like, it tickles me like shitless. <laughs> That's a weird statement. <laughs> Moving on. Oh, man. Tickles All right. me shitless. Um, timeless, I'll be very quick about. Um have you guys watched any of this? I've Chris, the first like two or three. Kristen episodes. is marathoning it as we speak. It she is loves it. Really good. Um, it's not. It's not super well acted. Uh, in fact, some would call it poorly acted. Um, it is um, very kind of freak of the week. Literally, they are. There's an overarching plot where they are trying to stop a guy who steals their like time machine, and so they use the kind of broken ass uh, backup time machine to follow him around history. And try and stop him from fucking stuff up. But, like, the concept of them going to these different periods in time. And they go to, like, um, the assassination of Abraham Lincoln. um, And, like, uh, they go to um, the moon landing. um, And all these different points in history. And they have to, like, make these decisions. Like, with the Lincoln assassination. um, Altering history or not? Yeah, like, like, you know, basically they're sitting there like, fuck, like, we could, like, make it so that Lincoln doesn't get shot tonight. Yeah. Like, but of course, you know, what kind of like uh, changes would that like Does cause that all throughout old, the timeline? Uh, it is. It is totally. Do they do that like every week? Kind of. I I mean, they've gotten away from the whole like, they've clearly at this point stopped like going like, fuck, we should change history. No, we shouldn't change history. They That's like probably the first like, they shouldn't. Cause the, I'd it, say about the it, first four episodes are like that. So I, I grew tired of it by the end of the second episode and, and to I'll, the point I'll where I didn't want to watch a, it anymore. A little old hat, but like, um, but yeah, towards the end, it, it definitely like leans, especially the, the mid-season finale. Um, they are basically like working to stop like this kind of nameless, faceless corporation. Um, and then they find out that um, basically like during the Revolutionary War, um, like the whole thing started with actually like just one man, uh, who, um, uh, like George Washington was somehow associated with or some shit. Um, so like they go back in, um, time to that era and they like find him and like kind of hijinks ensue or whatever. Um, and like, don't they always th- been down on hijinks lately? Yeah. I mean, they typically it's ensue and I like to talk about lately. it. <laughs> when um, do they not ensue? Can you use hijinks in like another... Well, no, it happen? no, they only exist when being ensued. <laughs> Define if they ensued. Don't, if they don't ensue, then <laughs> they don't exist. That's what happens when somebody takes you to court. You're ensued. <laughs> Shit. Sometimes you're outsued. Man, do you oh, watch? Oh hell! Do you watch all those like shitty Facebook no. pun videos that no. like show up? No. Oh man, they're really funny. Okay, really? I would, the guy, the guy, like, the guy who up. walks around like the grocery store and like points out like puns within the the product names. Mm-hmm. Shit's hilarious. I'm gonna, have you seen them? No. Anyways, Timeless is not like a great show, but uh, it like scratches a certain itch for me and I really enjoy it. So <laughs> All right then. Yeah, you heard me, Chuck. It was like that dude that was uh, caught jerking off off at the uh, Chargers game. 
Really? Dude, that video was uncomfortable. <laughs> Did you not see that? Holy no. shit. They talked about it on Levitard um, last week, like trying to come up with like a name associated with the Chargers with that guy. Dude, like it like, is a security Phil guard. Up, Rivers. And it, it's like some third <laughs> party. Pomlinson. Oh, no. <laughs> it's like some third party security company that's like working the Chargers game. And Hanging out just, by the cheerleaders. Dude's just standing there by the cheerleaders, like looking back and forth, not doing anything. And you just like the, the guy from the stands is like focusing in on his pocket. And I mean, you can see he is like reverse gripping. Oh, yeah. Like back and it's on oh, no. for like 10 minutes. It feels like. Oh, it, wow. That guy's got more stamina dude, than us. It Good was for him. creepy oh, shit. Um, Even the stamina part? Talk to me about Lethal Weapon. It's quickly, please. It's, to me, it's my it's my between this that and Speechless is probably my favorite one of my favorite new, new shows. Show. It's network new shows. So, put it that way. It's so high up there for me. It's like pitch it's and fun, this. Dude. dude. I did not it think so I was gonna like it. So fucking fun. It's so good. The I, chemistry between um the white guy and Damon Wayans is just I don't know his name. No, I know. You can just say Riggs and Murtaugh. Fine, Riggs and Murtaugh. I, dude, I love Riggs, man. Yeah, and their their his chemistry hair with, gets crazier and crazier as the episode goes on, and it's awesome. It's great. Uh, their chemistry with the um, lab tech in the morgue, yeah, the mortician or whatever. Uh-huh. Is fuck, like anytime he's talking to to um, Murtaugh, it's fucking hilarious. Mm-hmm. He always has some smart ass remark. Um, the like. I think not, my least favorite part of it though is uh, is that um, Hispanic guy, yeah, that the can't, dude who can't act. With the crazy lopsided jaw, and then that black girl, like the, their interactions and stuff like that, are like they they're, mean nothing to me. They're the B character or the Z characters for sure. They are yeah. definitely down on the list, but like I actually think Jordana Brewster's good as I, the therapist. Yep, I like uh, Murtaugh's wife. Love Trish, yeah, his wife. I think that she's great. I, I, their their rapport with the captain, like it's uh-huh. just it literally is yeah. a lethal weapon television show. Yeah, they nail which it. is great. God, it's fun. I mean, uh, so explosions, this is shows, car chases, dude, like the third or fourth, maybe it's like jokes. Maybe the sixth episode opens up with a girl like the running Trey Elliott story. <laughs> True story. The like the one that opens up with the girl running away like down the street in the middle of the night, oh, the, and out and of nowhere negligee, she, she just gets t-boned against a fucking palm tree by a Ferrari. Yeah. Holy shit! It's awesome. She's super dead. This is one of those shows. I'm hoping like maybe in the summer I can go back and catch up for season two because like I did not enjoy the first episode, but like it, it was a slow burn. It all of you guys talking through. about it, like I am more than confident that this is a show that I should not have given up on, but. I just got so far behind, and I just could never go back and catch up. Dude, the episode, like, it was like the second to last one, I think, with um, the kid at now, the casino. I don't think I've seen oh, the last really? two or okay. three, yeah. You, um, you can keep going, though. I mean, I'm still going to fucking watch yeah, it. There's, uh, uh, yeah, the, there's not much spoilers. I'll, I'll wrap it up real quick. Yeah. But, yeah, there's an episode in which uh, Casino gets knocked over or whatever, and um, one of the waitresses' kids were there, and they basically person who robbed the casino comes back and kills or shoots the mom. Oh. And so the whole episode is rigs with that kid. And there are some like really strong emotional moments for sure. Like they they play off of the the tragedy of of that character incredibly well, which I didn't think they were gonna do because I didn't love him in the first episode, but man, he he kills it. Yeah. It's that show is so fucking good. Man, I love the the title of the last ep uh last episode is called Jingle Bell Glock. <laughs> That's right. That's, That's awesome. Fantastic. <laughs> I'm I'm a fan of that. Um, Lucifer. Yeah, Lucifer. Am I the only one caught up? No, I'm caught up. I'm not caught up. Um, but you can continue. Eh. Really? Yeah, I'm not enjoying the season nearly as much as last season. It's not bad. It's still a good show. Man, the, every time he touches a piano is my favorite part of it. It's not the happening year. very much this year, sadly. 
I mean, it's still like first episode all on the Watchtower. I think yeah. that, shit. Might, that might be. <laughs> that is the only time, that I, at least that I can remember. No, I no. Guess no, um, he plays it again. I know he does. Yeah, he actually, like, one of my favorite moments of the fucking year he is gets when super he super drunk. Uh, and he's playing Nothing Else Matters by Metallica. Oh, yeah, you're right, you're it's right. It's fucking brilliant. Um, um, so the mom is is killing it for me. In this. Oh, really? Yeah, Trisha his, like that, that whole storyline. I'm just like, I don't give a fuck. I Man, don't give a fuck. The reveal at the end of the, the last episode or whatever, or toward the end of the last episode with Chloe and um, his brother. Oh, okay, okay. I thought that was awesome. Like, there's, I can, I can understand. Yes, it's maybe not as fresh feeling as last year. Yeah. Um, and like his charm is still totally there. It is, but it just like nothing's really like I want the story to progress between those two main characters and, and it, less between. And basically, they have stayed exactly the same. And then like Lucifer has all these side things happening with his fucking I weird. Like, I feel like they moved in a direction. Barely, recently, I don't know. It's just I don't know. The chemistry doesn't. Maze is hot as... though. Yes, she, she is. is. She is. Um, I I am still really enjoying it. It's not as again, good as last year, yeah, but yeah, I'm still again, really enjoying it's, it. It's not bad. It's just not like near, like last year. This was like it was our surprise of the year. I yeah, think, wasn't it? Or it was. right up there? Yeah, it won something. Um, and it, it's he's not still quite... a charming motherfucker. Dude, look at him. Just right there. He just like he's, a, he's a good actor. Too. Disappointment of the year, but it's certainly not like going to be any close anywhere close to my top ten. It's probably not going to be my top ten, but man, I mean, it, it also well, could turn around. There's yeah, so this much year's been stupid already. TV. Fine, I don't think it would be my top twenty either. Okay, that's uh, still saying something when you watch like a hundred shows uh, a like year. Seventy. Come is on. it going to be in your top fifty? Probably. All right then. There good. it is. We're good. Swish. Um, from downtown. <laughs> what did you say? I struggled that one from downtown. Oh, all right. Let's talk <laughs> Shield Shuffle. and Ghost Rider. Okay. Um, this is another show that I kind of don't care about anymore, dude. Uh, when I started watching that most that episode today, like I'm, I'm, I'm like two or three behind. Fuck, I want to like this. I'm, I'm out on. I it really want much. to like this. And really, it's a cool version of Ghost Rider. Like it's d- better done than any of those fucking movies. Can I tell you um, what didn't drum up any interest for me to ever that? go and try and watch? A spinoff series about Yo-Yo. Yeah, we, I never did go watch Dude. that. Let me tell you about the character I don't give a fuck about. I just don't like really get where they're like going with any of it. It feels like it's meandering, right? Yes. It's just kind of like treading water. I don't really know what the point of any of it is. The yes. ghost stuff is awful. Ghost Rider has actually probably the best. Well, the ghost stuff is like ended like three or four episodes ago. Mm. Uh, are you you fully caught up? I guess I haven't seen the last episode. Okay, I don't know. I mean the the stuff the the most recent episode I watched was Ghost Rider fucking murdered them all. Now it seems like it's kind of uh, centering on uh, Ada Ada the robot. Yeah, oh, see, I have that's really clearly going to be a that. focus in the second half of the season. Yeah, um, she's a murderer. Like she just took a shield agent and went. Like she's oh, like, okay. I'm sorry, and she just barely moved her hand, and that guy's head almost fell off. Yeah, the last episode that I started watching today before I decided I just didn't want to finish it right now uh, was the one where Coulson and um, Fitz are like ghostified. Basically, they're trapped in like the whatever oh, yeah. dimension world. I think I that's the... they were like continuing that whole ghost trend. No, that shit was awful. No, the what's essentially what that led into was Eli being able to create matter. Uh, but Fitz, of course, you know, brings up one of the fundamental laws of physics is that you cannot create matter. It's got to be drawn from something else. Um, and so that's kind of like gotcha. where I last saw it. But Ghost Rider's yeah. awesome. Uh, it, I, I like the look. Um, and I actually like the actor pretty well that they got to play him. But He's not bad. Um, I don't know, man. Like, 
I will keep watching this, um, probably, but begrudgingly, just because it technically is part of the MCU. See, I and feel I feel like, like I need to know all the things about that. I feel like for me, fuck. it's like my Flash and Arrow now, like the way it is. Yeah, for you. And, like, and I, I don't have a vested interest in these that. characters anymore. I'd, I like it. I, I think I, this is my favorite season since like the second half of season two. Like I, I didn't like last season that much. Um, outside it's of better that than one, last season. It's way better than last season to me. I just, I don't know. Um, I, I don't know. I'm just like weirdly down. The I show wish lately. that I wish that Coulson was funnier. It's not a fun show anymore. It's not that fun. It's not That's that correct. fun. But uh, some of the stuff is still pretty good. I like Jason O'Mara um, as the captain, whatever his name is. That's uh, an inhuman that's leading Shield. Yes, I do like him. Pretty uh, well. magnificent. I call him. Okay, nice. I don't know why. Um, um, that's what I call my dick. Oh. Ah, yeah. yeah, jokes. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't have Ball much... a bitch. <laughs> I, I, it's one of those shows where I don't have a lot of really good reasons. Like, I can't articulate very well why I don't like it. I just, it's. I have to make myself watch it every week. Um, wow, that is. Which is what it's was happening with Arrow, Flash, and and uh, all those other CW shows, and which is why I dropped them. And the, again, I will fully admit that right now, the only reason I haven't just said eh. Whatever is because it technically is an MCU tie-in, and maybe I'll, I'll bounce back to it. It sounds like Arrow and Flash got a little bit better this year, so um, Arrow did for sure. Speaking of that, Arrow, Flash, Supergirl, all those things, uh, discuss them. Go. Um, well, so before we get into Arrow and Flash, I do want to point out that if you want to have fun watching like a comic book-based show, it's Supergirl. God, it's so fun. It's super fun. It's I mean, good. It's it, just good. It's good. The only thing that I don't like is how they're just taking Guardian and just shoving it in my fucking face. It, it's like, I get it. I get it. It is It is a bit much. Like, once they introduce that character, like they really want him to almost be a sidekick in a way. Like, they are just bringing him to the forefront. Yeah, no, I, wish... I don't like that. But everything they've done with Martian Manhunter this year, um, the, the villains are awesome. They brought in Metallo, and Parasite was fucking awesome, dude. dude I, I loved the Parasite episode. I have... Are you familiar with any of these nope. DC villains? Okay, Metallo is essentially a creation of uh, Luthor to essentially, it's a metal man that's got a heart of oh, kryptonite. kryptonite yeah uh, okay. so anytime and that was the last episode i think with the uh, superman guy in it. they defeated yeah. him of course but he'll be back yeah uh and then parasite is essentially like the science experiment gone wrong where he if he touches somebody he can drain their powers but it also gives him uh their weaknesses and but like their memories and stuff like that too so the best way to fight him is with humans Gotcha. You fight him with Martian Manhunter, and that was um, the Guardian episode, right? That was he, the Guardian like, kind of episode. Came out in the yeah. in limelight. Yeah. Um, also, I have love. So, <laughs> there was one incredibly bad part about this show, which is that they've introduced Cyborg Superman, which I like a lot. Yeah. And I like Hank Hank, Hank Henshaw as Cyborg Superman, mm -hmm. but they say the name Cyborg Superman. A fucking lot. It's and they need every time to stop he it. It's every time he shows up. Yeah. It's the same guy who's playing Martian Manhunter. He's assuming the role of Hank Henshaw, even though he's John Jones. Um, and he was John Jones before, but he assumed Hank Henshaw so he can help with the yeah. DEO. Um, but the real Hank Henshaw, they've like modified him to become a cyborg. Uh, and like, and I he think the is really is cool. I, I Cyborg Superman is Hank Henshaw in the comic. Yeah, that's his actual comic. But book like, name. I, I met the actor. I couldn't remember his name though. Well, but no, I like him. But I'm, I'm saying like, I like him in. There's that technically role. two Hank Henshaws right now. Yeah, I know. Like, I re but I like him in both of those roles. I really like what they've done with Manhunter. For me though, like Miss Martian was also quite. She was great. 
And they used her as just like they did in the comments, where she's like a secret uh, white Martian. Yeah, I wish the white Martian design were better. I don't. I liked love it. it. Do you? Yeah, it looks. It reminds me of um, kind of the uh, the monster from Cloverfield. A little um, bit. Except without the tiny little T Rex nubbin <laughs> legs. He's gay. he's got just super long arms instead. Yeah, yeah, um, that's really cool. But yeah, dude, for me the highlight of like almost TV so far this year was Tyler Hoechlin as Superman. I fucking love him in that role. It was way better than I thought it was going to be. I and could I, not seeing imagine. his like dirt face with the slick back hair and all that kind of oh, stuff. Man, he had hard dirt face in those photos. Yeah. <laughs> it works. It, they make that character work. He's great you know as Clark why? Kent. He's great as as Superman. He has fun. It's a Superman that enjoys what he does, which we haven't seen that in fucking forever. That's fair. Since, like, fucking Christopher Reeve. Brandon Routh. Even no. He was a little sappy, I guess. He was no. He was dour as fuck. It has. I and mean, I don't and even say that Smallville, that often. <laughs> and even Smallville is really uh, not a show where he enjoys being Superman ever. Well, he was angsty. Dude. I've watched hey, a lot was. of Smallville lately. He but is angsty as shit. Tyler Hogarth or whatever his name is, he, uh... <laughs> He has a good time. The Viking Tyler Hogarth. <laughs> Viking Superman sounds awesome. Oh, God, it would be great. Anyway, that that, that show's a lot of fun. And, I, really and I thoroughly enjoy it. And it fits right in with the CW. I, it sounds like it. It, re- it does. And it, it's better. What's that supposed to mean? Opinion. Just, I don't know, man. Like, Are you trying to offhand insult me? <laughs> no. Just the, the C-dubs? You haven't even fucking seen it. Shut your mouth. You yeah. surly bastard. Nah, I'm good. Uh, the Flash. Flash and Arrow. I mean, distro it out. <laughs> God, this is so stupid. I hate them. That's um, so bad. That's the worst part. Flash has been okay. Can, can we have a season of Flash without just uh, as many speedsters as you can fucking So, Flash throw? and Arrow have the same fucking problem. Apparently, all Flash can fight are speedsters, and all Arrow can fight are archers. That's not necessarily true. I mean... What archer did he fight last year? In... The cartoon version. Year? Or the year before. God, that was so true. The Deathstroke so, year. There's been, there's been Merlin. Right. There's been... Season one. Um, Cupid has shown up quite a bit. Cupid has shown up twice. Um, there's this year, obviously. But that she was not the main villain in either time that she showed that, up. But, but, okay, I guess what I'm trying to say is a lot of archers show up. There are archers, sure. <laughs> a lot. Which is fine. I'm really, I'm loving this season. It's my it's my favorite season since season two, by Let's far. talk about Flash first, and we'll yeah. get to Arrow in a second. But, yeah, I mean, do we need a third consecutive season where it's a speedster? No, we don't. Two speedsters, at least, plus the reverse flash is going to be in. I mean, there's it's just too many. Plus, Savitar looks like fucking Kilgore from Killer Instinct. That doesn't help. <laughs> he looks like if uh, Sauron decided to go out clubbing. Yeah, rave edition Sauron. A little bit. It's a little Jesus shitty. Christ. Um, His voice is whatever. And then the rival looked fucking stupid. Rival looked I, awesome. I, I liked what they were doing with Alchemy. Of course, I knew who he was yeah. immediately, but uh, I was like, okay, cool. Oh, and they brought in Mirror Master. I'm like, that's a good Flash villain. One episode. It was a throwaway fucking episode. It really right. was. Like, everything that they're doing is just... And there are some things that are a lot of fun. Like that monster episode. I, I thought that that was a <laughs> Where fun there episode. Was Godzilla running around the Yeah, city? and I love HR, dude. HR is like um, uh, uh, Tom Cavanaugh's character from Scrubs. It's just like him. I yeah. mean, it's awesome. He's... He's awesome. That's my favorite Tom Cavanaugh role on that show so far. I love it. He's been great. I like him as well as in general um, as well. But, yeah, he's been great. I still think there's something up with him. Oh, yeah. For sure. 
Um, yeah, absolutely. I've liked Wally wanting to be a speedster. Yeah, but his acting sucks, man. He's not he's a good actor. So bad. But yeah, I mean, everybody on that show. Plus, Iris hadn't taken her top off yet, and it's unfortunate. Dude, she's smoking hot. She's yeah, incredibly she hot, uh, as is uh, Danielle Pennebaker, too. Ooh. Really? Smoking hot? I think she's really hot. She's pretty hot. She's, she's not Iris hot, okay. but she's hot. Hey. I think she's, she's got needle hot. face. What like the? a hard case you know of what? needle face. <laughs> Let's talk about Arrow, because I don't even want to know what needle face is. I Arrow? Ca- I kind of do. <laughs> you guys talk about it. Arrow has been just fucking spectacular I've this year. I loved it. Felicity's not nearly bitch Felicity that she's been in the past. It's been great for that reason. Um, yeah, she's been fun. Um, the The new team is actually okay. Uh, like, is Judge Dredd still on the team? They've fixed his costume a little bit. It's not as bad. Yeah, and I actually also, didn't mind it, but it's not as it's it's better. It's more modern than the. And last he's also was. not in it a lot. Like gotcha. Diggle is in it, but he's not he's not really in costume. I mean, a lot. Remember when Diggle was like the end all be all of that show? Diggle is still great, but yeah, you guys really like. I didn't think the costume was that bad either, but you guys that mask into it. was a hot fucking mess. <laughs> I don't think so. I thought it was fine. It wasn't anything more ridiculous than any other mask that's on TV right now. Oh man, it's just a motorcycle helmet with a shield on it. But I've, I've it's way less ridiculous than the Adam. That's for fucking sure. Adam is kind of ridiculous. Yeah. Too. Um. God, what is all of a sudden I can't Ragman? Ragman is awesome in this show. Ragman's good. I love Wild Dog. That that actor is he's Coach Carter. He's good. I like him. I, I like him too. I always forget how ridiculous superhero names are <laughs> out of context. <laughs> they got it's Artemis like, this year, who appears to be traitorous. Yeah. Um, but is he the Artemis or is he Tradimus? Her. It's a, it's a oh, girl. I don't know. <laughs> Obviously. <God. laughs> really? Yeah. That's what we're going with. You get a squeed up. <laughs> yes. <laughs> anyway, uh, you're, um, I mean, the main draw this season is it's got a solid villain, villain again, and that's Prometheus. The Prometheus it's is fucking great. I'm that last you. episode was awesome. You want to know about it? Not really. Okay. <laughs> I I think it's great what they're doing and I agree with you that it's almost 100% Tommy Merlin. It's Tommy. Um which is great cuz yeah, they're going like they are bringing season 1 into this show. Yeah, a they brought lot, back dude. the list and uh, like Prometheus is murdering people to make it like revenge like, like it's for a the list. He's revenge using... for the list plus it's like like anagrams and shit from the names and like it's they're, really clever. They're doing done. a really great job with it. He's like using arrowheads that he used in season 1 Prometheus is that he used to kill people on the list to like fashion weapons out of it. Yeah. Um we don't know how but the last episode did end with with Laurel coming back. Uh-huh. Um obviously that's I I think that's flashpoint. Uh... I thought it was fine. I actually really I I mean, her if it was Flashpoint, then he wouldn't have been like, what? It's not maybe, Flashpoint. Maybe, maybe. But her send-off, I actually, that made me, like, completely turn around on that character again. I loved the way they, they had her die last season and made me actually want to see that character back. Oh, my um, God, no. I, I don't just know. want people to fucking die, man. When you I'm die, okay you it. die. I'm okay with it because we're unless all talking about Tommy like, coming back. Unless it's something like Tommy. We haven't thought about Tommy in, like, a couple, like, two or three years. And it's a very clever way to bring him back, not just like, here you go. Go back out there. I guess. Do um, when Pat when he got tricked into yep. killing Felicity's boyfriend was fucking great. It was great. Knew it was coming, but it was still awesome. Yeah, like, that guy's fucking dead as shit. Yes, and like they didn't do the thing either, which he thought they were going to do, which is just have her be super angsty about it again. Now that might come back up, mm-hmm. but right now she didn't like blame him and run out on the team or whatever either. She was like, "This yeah. is Prometheus." Like, 
you want some sort of logic in a character. Like, obviously, you didn't just go out to, like, murder a cop in cold blood. Right. You also happen to be my boyfriend. So I've, I've really thoroughly enjoyed it. It's good. I, I hope they don't. I hope it's some sort of dream sequence of Laurel or something like that because that'll get Lance back into all his angsty shit and we'll have to get back into CW crap again. So I don't know. I, I, I hope they kill that quick. Well, I'm glad you guys are enjoying it more this year. Um, it's very good. I'm more than happy that I dropped out uh, this point. Just, I mean, yeah. you got to make choices at some point. God, we watched a lot of TV. Uh, yeah, we did. Uh, we have one last one to talk about, and then we're done. Uh, and I will be quick about it because I don't think any, oh, you said you're almost caught up, and I'll check on if you've watched any of this. But uh, Designated Survivor, I'm almost caught up. Yeah, uh, I think I've watched like five episodes. I think okay, I'm so only, yeah, only three behind. Uh, there's ten total before they took the uh, their their winter break. Um, the show's good. Kiefer Sutherland, uh, it yeah, is playing the uh, the HUD secretary who becomes president. Um, it is really good. It is at times a tad ridiculous. Like yeah, uh, eventually the level of stop crazy fucking... shit that happens in this show are nuts, but not any more nuts than like you know. 24 is the easy comparison. Like, also, I mean, are people ever going to stop questioning the fucking commander in chief? No, turns <laughs> out they are not. Nobody wants to accept him as president. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Um, I mean, to be fair, that's the situation where it would be, you know, I can definitely see that being a realistic reaction, like by the American people, like the I, fucking I can't HUD see secretary. A state basically seceding from the, the union. That is that, like, that's an example of it's a little bit like, what was there's that, some Michigan? Yeah. yeah. Okay. And and like the entire <laughs> fucking government shutting down basically unless that, un- that happened on West Wing by the way. Yeah, Michigan seceded. It was crazy. No, <laughs> the government the government shut down. But I mean yeah. like the way that Bartlett says shut it down and he walks out the. the office. But the way that it happened in this like basically holding uh, President hostage like the way that the, that they did they wouldn't I mean, give him his Congress. They it's like, technically impossible to say what would happen in that situation. Um, so I mean I I do think some of the stuff is a bit extreme, but I mean I, th- I guess all of it's technically feasible um, or, or you know possible. I think this is another show that would benefit from a shorter season. I absolutely agree with that. There is some filler, um, and there's a lot of like there's a, a point um, I guess you know somewhat spoilers where um, this CIA operative like goes a wall and like uh, like hides in one of the um, uh, fuck what is that called embassies. Um, for like another country or whatever, and finally, like, it does all this so that he can get like five minutes alone with the president. It's just the uh, the president and um, like his like main Secret Service dude, that uh, Mike guy or whatever. Um, and he basically shows them this file where the entire Capitol bombing was actually um, like completely planned by the United States government, and like as like a like we need to figure out how this like this would happen so that we can prevent it in the future kind of thing. And then somebody got a hold of those plans and actually did it. Yes. Okay. Um, uh-huh. And so now it's like a clearly they have like a very high level um, like mole in the government, and so they're like being super secretive about who they tell about this, and like you kind of don't know who to trust, sort of thing. Uh, and it was like a cool way to go about it, but like they are stretching it out big time. <laughs> like it, it's just it feels like it should already be fixed, and it's not. It's been going on for like four or five episodes. Yeah, I kind of got that from what I've been like watching. Like I said, I'm only three episodes behind, but I'm I'm enjoying it. I'm going to get back to it for sure. Yeah, you are. You must have. 
I could swear it was like sooner than that that they did that. You must be like right at that. The point. next episode should be the episode where that. Happens. I mean, they were doing a lot of research into that room that Homeboy went in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'll tell you what, when cool he fired, with... when Kiefer fired that one general or whatever, because he kept backbiting and shit. I was like, yeah, yeah, it was awesome. Because when he said, he has... it was like, what kind of percentage more, sir? Twenty five. Damn it. Yeah, now, that was like my favorite part of the whole show. Yeah, and he definitely has more moments like that um, for sure. Um, I mean, they're not. They're a little bit like fewer and farther between, but um, he just has a voice that, like, when he's speaking at a normal level, you like, like, legitimately believe he cares. You want to buy yes. a car? Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> he's got a he's got a smooth talking voice. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's and his charisma. dad, him and his dad both. Yep. Yeah, buttery smooth. Yeah, but his dad's kind of in an evil way. No, he so he sells the shit out of some orange juice. <laughs> um, this this show is probably like my number one new debut show of the year. Okay. Um, it would be. I'm pretty sure. Potentially def- top five. Definitely well, network. Are we talk- I was going to say, are we talking Westworld? If we're as ta- well? it, yeah, if we're talking like streaming and premium and stuff, yeah, it's, it's it is probably Westworld or it's. Pro- but like in terms of network TV, this is easily my number one. It would be probably Pitcher Lethal Weapon for me, but um, I'd have to go back. And Lethal Weapon is speechless for me. Yep, and, and Speech is definitely up there. Um, speechless is also definitely up there, but for me, Desert Survivor is the one I okay. I desperately looked every day on Hulu for a new episode because <laughs> um, I really want to know what happened next. All right, uh, we are whew, we are way into this. Um, Let's do this. Boo! Also, I think the battery died. On oh yeah, totally yeah, definitely. Um, sorry, yes, Evan. Sorry, Thanks, Chris, Rain Man. Definitely, definitely did. Definitely, <laughs> no battery, zero percent. Definitely. So you started slipping in the milk hyper there for a minute, <laughs> Josh. <laughs> yes, sir. Can I can I cut hunt from the wind, uh, wilder people for next week? Yeah. Especially if I promise to watch it before then. If you Ooh. really. So, Swear. is this like a forever oh, se- series no, finale? This, this is a series. Is it a it's on Hulu, Diamond? you said, right? It's on Hulu. Oh, then I is guess it a forever I will watch Diamond? it. I will watch it. I you promise. You that shit? Okay. We are That's like fine. at two and a half already. That's fine. People <laughs> should watch that movie, by the way. It's actually really fucking good. It's on Hulu. Turn Go and watch it, and then you can, uh, in two weeks, you can hear us talk about Wiki it. Wiki Baker. All right. Um, let's start with Hell or High Water, then. That's me and Chuck, I believe. Oh, man. What if I promise to watch that by two weeks from now? Um, then we'll talk about it in two weeks. Are you really going to do that, though? I really am. Like, I, it's it's on top of my list. Dude, I might fucking buy it tonight. If you do that. You can borrow it. There we go. I'm not giving you the fucking Because there's, yeah. there's not fuck all like, coming I, out in the next two weeks yeah, in terms of TV. I, I mean, so Evan had already mentioned like, some of the things we'll be okay with pushing a couple weeks. Yeah. And I actually, like, it's it's on my list of like things I have to see by the awards. This season. is the thing I want to see in two weeks, but I, I don't feel like I can make the promise. So I'm going to let you go and talk about Manchester by the Sea. Yes. Um, um, man, this show looks if like... If you can avoid spoilers, I would appreciate it. Just this is one of those movies that I, I literally don't know what it's yeah, about. Yeah. So... I even hate that we're talking about it, but I didn't want to push it, so go I, ahead. I've got to give some context. That's for fine. It. That's fine. It's a movie that will f- <laughs> that'll sneak up on you. That's for sure. That'll sneak up on me. <laughs> was that you? Yeah. Wow, you're a bit farticus then, because I swore it was right behind me. I was, I was kind of checking myself. To see if I wrecked myself. What a fantastic segue into possibly the most emotionally crushing movie of the year. Oh, man. I hate that. Okay, go ahead. Um, Go ahead. It is. So this is a movie about personal tragedy. Like, it just straight up is. And it's a movie about a lot of ways in which we can't recover from personal tragedy. So, I mean, no going in. Chuck, you might have a real hard time with parts of this movie. Oh, I, just by looking at it, I knew I was going to. Uh, so, yeah, Casey Affleck is just kind of your, like, everyman. He's a handyman in Massachusetts. He's also Massachusetts. a national treasure. He really is. He's fucking brilliant in He this really movie. is good. Um, 
but he is just a handyman who finds out that his his brother, who has previously been diagnosed with like congestive heart failure or heart disease in general, um, dies. I can't help but I'm still thinking about that ninja fart. That <laughs> Uh, Trey's ass is taken over, <laughs> as it is what to do. Yes. Uh, this, this is basically like every other party I've ever been to. So yeah, like his his brother dies, and um, you come to find out, or basically he's got to become guardian for his nephew. Um, but you come to find out that there's actually a terrible, tragic backstory to his character as well that has made him this kind of weird, on the edge of emotionless and way too emotional uh, a character in general. Um, and just dealing with that, like it's it's filled with fantastic performances. Uh, it's the first time I've liked Kyle Chandler, who plays his brother, and there's a lot of flashbacks with him um, as well. Uh, what's her Michelle? God, well, I can't remember her name right Williams. now. Williams. Williams. She's fucking fantastic. She's only in a few scenes. Um, she got nominated though. It's enough dude, for a nomination. She's uh, she should win probably. Like she's absolutely amazing in this. Oh, Casey Affleck should win everything. Staunch competition though. Um, it, it's it's a fantastic. The kid. Who is like a sixteen-year-old? He's not the greatest of actors. He holds his own for the most part, except for there's one scene which is in the trailer where he kind of breaks down crying in the kitchen. Um, his crying is not believable <laughs> at all. It's like one of those <laughs> like that. Everybody exactly cries how differently, it Josh. It was weird, uh, but also, that movie. They, everyone cries sometimes. That's I'm a sn- I'm a snotter. Like I snot a lot when I really? cry hard. Yeah. You and uh, I mean, you saw I'm it. A, I'm an ugly crier, but you saw it. I am. I am a, I'm a quiet <laughs> crier. I don't. I don't snot up or anything like. That. I'm just a very quiet crier. Quiet crier. Crier. Um, <laughs> uh, there was. Oh, I did get to ruin kind of the experience of everybody else in the movie theater went to, when I went to see it. This is like a thing you would do because I went and sat down, and waited for the previews. I was like, all right. This problem that I'm looking at right now is going to get fixed, hopefully. Movie starts about five minutes in. I'm, I, I got to go talk to somebody because the movie is about five feet too high on the screen. So it's like going up into the ceiling. Yeah. So, of course, oh, it's the fucking car mic. Right. They're not going to fix it on their own. So I went out and talked to somebody. I'm like, yeah, man, theater six. It's like five feet too high. It's on the fucking ceiling. He's like, all right, cool. We'll get somebody to fix it. I go back in. I sit down. It's a pretty crowded theater. Movie just comes to a dead stop. And immediately somebody in the back's like, fix the damn movie. <laughs> and then I see it happening. They rewind it all the way back to the beginning of the movie. Jesus And Christ. reset it back. And people are like, what is going on? And I'm just like fucking shrinking in the seat. Yeah, but you... I, I why would you it, be embarrassed about that? Because people were pissed. Apparently nobody gave a shit that the I mean, screen was I mean, you said it was like high. five or ten it just minutes see, in. Lucy's where yeah. they would rewind it. Like, everyone still saw that footage. Yeah. Like, just... It was like... I, I was happy because I, mean, I didn't they even can't, miss anything, but... Maybe they can't adjust the... Uh... Maybe they can't, maybe but not, like, it was just one of those things where like, if I hadn't gone and said something... I would have had to watch that whole movie that way. No, yeah, I don't that. blame you for saying something. You paid as much money as anybody else there did. They should be thanking you. Yes, That's but bullshit. I would yeah. have. I did not. I did not let it. Know. Thanks, dog. I did not let it know. Let it be known that I had, had been the one to go do that. It was me. It was a bunch of old ass white people. They were not happy. <laughs> that's. I mean, that's what we do. I know. All right, let's knock this next one out. Assassin's Creed. Yeah, uh, I kind of love this movie. <laughs> Of course you do. So you were always going to love this movie. It's so. Here's the thing. I really hope that this follows the Ubisoft platform here, in which the next one just blows it out of the fucking water. That's fair. The sequel is much better. Um, the action in this is fantastic. There are definitely flaws. I won't get too much into it, just because it's not a movie that really needs a lot of anal- uh, analysis. 
Uh, the thing that makes Assassin's Creed games fun is being in the past world. And we knew going sure. in that the Animus was not the biggest part of this movie. But the plot is also almost universally centered around the past. Like, the whole point is they are trying to find something in current times, so they have to go through the story of what happened in history. That's not what this movie is. Right. This movie is, the story is all focused, and all of the plot points come into the current times, and all of the action with, like, I don't know a single character's name from the historical parts of this movie. You just don't know them at all. They are, you, it, it, they go into the Animus, and the way that they blend the historical action with what he's doing in the Animus is super cool. Like, I'm sure there's some there's good like visual a, stuff. Yeah, there's like movie. a holographic imprint of what you're seeing, and it's cutting back and forth between him in real time and him in the past. And like it is like the the animus arm is like lifting him, so he's climbing on buildings. There's a chase sequence in the middle of this movie, which is fantastic. One of my favorite action sequences of the year. Uh, just crazy parkour, super fast, great fighting in the middle of it. Like it's awesome. Um, what does crazy parkour sound? <laughs> I don't know. Like a fucking like trampoline park or some shit <laughs> crazy parkour um there's also like every time they go into the animus there's this ridiculous this is a video game flyby following an eagle like zooming in on the city oh. uh, but for some reason also like the whole everything in the past is like just fog of war everything is surrounded by fog so you can't even like take in the beauty of this like historical landscape or anything so it becomes frustrating in that aspect. Who directed and, this? Do you know? Uh, I don't remember his name. Foreign McForeign guy. Gotcha. That's exactly what it was. What it it was. sounds like there's a lot of bad decisions on the. Yeah. Like in terms of <laughs> and the film. The most laugh out loud moment of the year almost is when he finally like gets full synchronization or whatever because the whole point is he's not fully synced with his his historical like ancestor. ancestor. Right. Um, he does the leap of faith. Justin Kurzel. See. Has he done? Has he done other stuff? Herzl. While you're looking that up. So he does the leap of faith, and like as he does it, like it cuts to Marion Cotillard, who, by the way, I've decided, not a good actress. I don't like her. She's just uh, not that good. He did Macbeth last year, The Turning, and The Snowtown Murders. Which, so not much. Macbeth was like super high praise, wasn't it? Macbeth and The, the Turning was 85% on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. Um, but she like literally like stands up looking shocked, and she just looks at him and she goes, The leap of faith. Like it's a fucking thing, right? It was ridiculous, it but that movie ridiculous. is still really. But you fun. know what? She was told to say that. No, I know, but her performance in this movie is bad. I mean, who who would like honestly just knock that out of the park? No, but I, I was only talking about a leap of faith. I mean, either way, it would be fucking stupid. I know, but that's what I'm saying. Like that's the ridiculous part. I just don't think she's that good of an actress, though. No, I agree with you. It's just I her death use scene that. is Talia Al Ghul was the worst thing of all time. No, it is. It is. Anyway. Yeah, it is. Um. All right. Well, that's that. On Assassin's Creed? Yeah. Okay. I mean, unless you have something no, else no, no, significant that's, to say. It, it's a fun movie. It's got movie. a 19% on Rotten Tomatoes. It's better than that. It's not much better than that, but it's a gotcha. fun movie. If you it's, just like It's like good one action. I wouldn't mind a red box at some point and watch, like as a fan of Oh, yeah, that's a red box. Stuff. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, it's it's a bummer it's the not. The sequel will be a 99% on Rotten Tomatoes though. It is that's a, you're assuming a lot in that it's going to get a sequel. Uh, I'm just um, fearful. If not, it ends in a weird way. If not, <laughs> I'm just fearful. This is like uh, another nail in the coffin. Yeah, and I really wanted a Splinter Cell movie. 
True. I, I don't Tom think Hardy. Ubisoft is going to stop in any way. Um, I also think that the the biggest hopes now rest on that Tomb Raider movie. That's going I feel to. like I feel like uh, Splinter Cell just lends itself to a movie so well. I think Assassin's Creed does. I think that when they when they hit the story beats in this movie, it actually works really well. But I wish that they had put the majority of their focus on the historical fiction, like the. Gotcha. Yeah. It, Tell me what's going on in the past, not what's going on in the future with a bland villain and Jeremy Irons. Yeah, Jeremy Irons is no, falling off him, as of late. He's just bland in this movie. Um, all right, La La Land. Yes. Um, oh fuck, we're gonna talk about this shit. All right, go ahead. There's, I mean, there's not a lot of like plot really to spoil for you. Um, yeah, no, I just want to see it. I'm sad. Oh, you should want to see it. It's, um, it's my favorite movie of the year. I don't know that it's my favorite movie of the year, but it is. Easily a lock for my top five. Man, it's, um, I, I, I saw it twice. Yeah, this is uh, Ryan Gosling and Emma Stone uh, in a musical by whoever the guy is who did Whiplash. I forget uh, his name. Damien Chazelle. Thank you. Um, and this is much more, still very clearly like rooted in, um, in music and like jazz specifically. Jazz specifically, but like there is clearly whoever like you know like you can tell everybody involved in this uh, in this movie like have a, a appreciation for music and have a knowledge of music that goes like beyond the casual. The, yes. Um, for sure. Uh and and Whiplash maybe more so and I think I w- still look like Whiplash better. Oh, I I do think Whiplash is a better um, movie. But um Rotten this, Tomatoes will agree with you. <laughs> this is definitely also um <laughs> more of a musical like they're legitimately like the it opens up with a giant musical number. Oh no, this is a I mean this is a love letter to classic Hollywood. Like it, it goes so yeah. far as to It feels end, like a Ginger Rogers Fred Astaire it literally, throwback. I, that's exactly what I was going to say. Like it, 100%. There's like an amazing tap dance sequence in the middle of a song. God, it's so movie. good. It's so fucking good. <laughs> I can't. Dude, <laughs> it's, it's so good. Yeah, anybody who has an appreciation for yeah, you know, classic classic Hollywood, as you said, Fred Astaire, Ginger Rogers, like the classic musicals, even goes so far as to end the movie with the fisheye fade to black with the end written on it in like you know classic that Warner Brothers cursive yeah, script, like kinda, yeah. it, and there's the the you know copyright MCM like the everything is yeah. pitch perfect when it comes to that but then it also it, it tells its story and it does things in the story that those old movies wouldn't have done in terms of where it's left um, at the end of the movie without going yeah. into spoilers um, what what happens throughout the course of the movie and the way that it tackles some of the the aspects of having a relationship I thought were fantastic but just like just listening to Ryan Gosling talk about jazz and the passion he has about yeah. it um, and like the overarching like theme within the music the progression of the songs throughout the mu- the movie I just I adored it um, for, for me like kind of my moment of the year is the audition. Like um, I, I loved it. I mean, it's definitely up there. Like, and, talking and about I the also, whole thing, or yeah, just, just the... I also think Emma. I think Emma Stone should win the <laughs> Academy Award for for acting in this. I thought she was fantastic. Um, I mean, yeah, I won't necessarily disagree with that. Um, I can't think of another actress that I liked better in a movie this year. Um, man, like they just do a really good job of like combining a. I, the complaint I had heard about this movie previous to seeing it was that. When it's not being a musical and there's just like normal acting, that it kind of falls flat. I disagree. And I didn't. I also did not agree with that. Like, I, I went in assuming that I might um, feel that way, and so I got a little nervous. Like when they stopped singing. <laughs> um, but no, like there was certainly. I, I probably enjoyed the musical moments more. 
Yeah, um, but I mean, when we saw it on Christmas man. Day, like that that first musical number ends, and the actual crowd like cheered. And some of the fucking fights that 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 dinner scene when that, he comes home and they're having dinner, um, it was like, authentic. He makes yes. <laughs> It was like, incredibly authentic. Like it took all I had not to just be like, like yell "Oh snap!" in the theater at one point. <laughs> like, like you just at that you moment, le- yeah, you legitimately feel like Emma Stone like was fucking hurt by like the words that were said. That and um, her breakdown out, um, like toward the end of the movie when like in front of her parents' house. Yes, are, are like the two. Hi- they're like the highlight reels for her Oscar contention. Yeah. Like, um, fantastic. Just uh, I loved it. This is, it's a lock for top five. It's probably a top three. Yeah. Uh, I haven't really sat down and like looked at all the movies from this year. It's ridiculous. But it's, Again. it's holy shit, man. Um, I really fucking like this movie. Yeah. I can't, I can't wait for it to come out so I can own it. I've listened to this soundtrack like 10 yeah, times. This is, yeah. This is one full. of those like, I will buy it immediately sort of things. Yes. Um, yeah. Chuck, you need to watch the fuck out of this before the awards. Yeah, no, we're planning on going to see it on Saturday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, They're doing a T-Mobile actually had a good thing today. Oh, the $2 I'm I'm also going to a movie on Saturday, but not that. I think that's why I'm trying to see Manchester by the Seas because of the $2 ticket. But, um, yeah, you should go see that. There's a part of me that just wants to, like, butt in on your date and go watch it with you. But (laughs) uh, I mean, we'll probably be taking Candace Boone, so feel free. Um, Oh, never mind then. Oh. Boone and Candace are I'm, people I'm that I kidding. think would absolutely adore this movie. Uh, well. I think they, they I think they live this movie. You know what? One hundred percent fucking true. Um, God, Boone wishes he was Ryan Gosling. Yeah, like or that legit. he could play the piano anywhere close to that. Well, I don't think he thinks about that. He just like looks in the mirror, and I think like there's like this kind of like, shimmer, and then <laughs> Ryan Gosling's face. <laughs> <laughs> oh Jesus! That's a thing that happens. Boone has better hair. That's about the only thing I can give him. Um, <laughs> last but uh, certainly not least, uh, as far as movies we're going to discuss d- to discuss oh. this evening, I guess you cut my other one. Yes, I, there's several. I'm cutting they cut a lot. mine too. So we are at three hours, man. I can't. We can't talk about anything else. Um, I trust me. We have all next show because there's not going to be nearly as much. Uh, but Rogue One. Is the last thing we're going to talk about uh, a Star Wars story? Yeah. Did they cut that? Like, the official title? Fuck yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. All three of us have seen it. Uh, fair uh, warning. Um, full spoilers. Full spoilers for this movie. So if you have not seen it, first of all, what the fuck? Uh, and <laughs> second of all, uh, pause this and go watch it immediately, and then then hit play again. Um, fuck yeah, man. This, this- is. Uh, this was not a movie that I was prepared for how much I was going to enjoy it. And, man, it makes me really happy that, like, most everyone that has seen it is really high on it and, like, really fucking enjoyed it. Um, After the previews, I mean, I thought I was... It looked intriguing to me, but I wasn't nearly as stoked as I was after seeing that Force Awakens trailer. Yeah, I I have actively disliked the trailers, the marketing for this movie in general. I have not enjoyed. Um, I adore this movie. It's top three Star Wars movies for me ever. Oh, yeah. Like, I think it might be number two. It's very close to number two for me, but I'm also the one who has A New Hope at number one. So, um, Which is four? not unreasonable. Yeah. Eh, it's, kind of um, it's the only one that I see ever. I mean, it is not a prequel like, at number one. That's fair. That would Rob. be unreasonable. Um, Rob has episode six, I think it is. Oh, no, five, and then six. Four is like his second to, la- his second to last, and it pisses me off. Anyway, everybody's got. That's do- Rob. We we spent a lot of the the days following seeing this movie, ranking yes. our Star Wars movies, um, and you know what? No matter what, they're all Star Wars movies. So um, not according to some fans. Well, uh, 
those fans are really not. It's not George that, Lucas. It's not, not Star Wars. Oh, well, then fuck those people. Also, if that's the case, then literally, isn't it just A New Hope and the prequels that are Star Wars? Yes. Um, anyway, point being, um, so I was definitely on the opposite end of the whole like marketing thing, um, mainly because as much as I really enjoyed episode seven, like it was very clearly, we need to separate ourselves and like, we need to go like, even though it was obviously an homage to new hope, like they like tried to set up a lot of new things and like, um, like, Hey, we're going to like, you had R2D2, we're going to have BB eight, you know, you had, uh, like Luke Skywalker flying a X-wing, we're gonna have Poe Dameron, so on and so forth, like all the way down the line. Um, so like this was like very clearly rooted in um, like the old original movies that like, I fell in love with. The reason that I initially gave any sort of shit about Star Wars is Episodes four, five, and six, and this was like like harkening back to that in like a, a visual way that like the trailers got me really excited for. Um, so I was more excited going into this than I was episode seven, even though episode seven was exciting because Hayden knew Star Wars for the first time in forever. Um, and man, did it not fucking disappoint. If you are not like Evan case in point, I know he liked it, but didn't love it kind of thing is what I gathered from what we talked about on uh, our, briefly, yeah. our group message. Yeah. Briefly. Um, like it's to me, it's very clearly like I'm don't have any, um, like, illusions that i don't love this movie way more than most people um might love it because there's so much star wars just like reference and nostalgia this is a love letter to star wars fans that is not going to hook new people not like a force awakens did the yeah, force, Awa- the force awakens like essentially was you know, hearkening back to uh, like an homage to uh, Episode Four, but it also had enough like fun, lighthearted stuff and toys and whatnot to bring in like new people. Yeah, it was clearly like, hey, we're going to restart Star Wars. Yes, but also not restart Star Wars. Not this movie. Yes, this, no, this movie, movie was. was rooted in you that guys, world. like, I love Star Wars. I want you guys to that love Star Wars to watch this movie that I really want to show you. Here yeah. it is, and you've got you know references. To, I mean fucking Tarkins in it, for God's sake. And we can talk about that in a minute. We will. Uh, yes. You know, Leia, like, uh, it goes back even to the prequels with Bell Organa, like, you know, Mon Mothma's in this. Like, uh, and, like, and there's all these, like, smaller references, like, there's fucking, like, um, you know, like, Chopper's in it. Did you see him? Yeah. There's all these rebel, <laughs> uh, there's, the ghost is in it twice. Uh, they call for fucking Hera over the intercom at one point. Like, there are a tiny, uh, a bunch of tiny obscure references um, and this, like the Hammerhead Corvette, is something that's introduced. The thing. That, oh man, that, that was so cool. That was that's something that's introduced in Rebels. That ship didn't exist before the Rebels TV show. Now, um Saw Gerrera, is he is he Clone Wars or Saw Gerrera Re- was a was a very small, obscure fucking part that you totally forgot about from a three or four episode arc in like the second or third season of the Clone Wars. I'd like to forget um, about him in this movie too. He was not the best. <laughs> I will say the the. When they come back from uh, winter break for Rebels, um, they are doing an episode where he is, like, somewhere age-wise between where he is in Rogue One um, and where he was in um, in Clone Wars. So I'm curious to see what that is. But, yeah, Forrest Whitaker, who I usually love and who is an amazing actor in most things. You have laryngitis? Or... If he didn't, he does now. I did, not <laughs> li- I did not like his take in terms of the voice. That is one of the very few kind of uh, down notes I had. He, like, he overacted a little too hard for me. 
Uh, yeah, I didn't love his character. The um, whole like the breathing apparatus thing. I don't know. It was, just, it was a little... just a weird design, weird character in general. I felt like it, just it was didn't... a cross between Vader and the the main bad guy from Mad Max. <laughs> um, oh yeah, with God. like a little bit of the uh, of Samuel Jackson's character from Kingsman. <laughs> Yep. <laughs> Actually, no. Uh, unbreakable with the hair and all that. That's Mr. Fair Glass. <laughs> either way, either way. I didn't. I didn't mind the story he was a part of, but like that performance was not my favorite. Plus, he was also such a small fucking part. Yeah, much smaller than I thought he was going to be. Oh, he was. Which turns out to be good because yes. the um the core group of people is really where it's at. Yeah. Yeah, I, I Turret is like that's my fucking boy. I love that guy, dude. Who does it? He was fucking great. We got a force ninja, it turns out. <laughs> he killed a goddamn top fighter. He was blind. Yeah. It's awesome. It was awesome. It was, yeah, the, the he force was great. is strong. Yeah. It I'm was, one with the force, the force is with me. It turns out. Yeah. Uh, and that God. means you get to kill TIE fighters. Yeah. And his, his sidekick, Baze Malvis, is the yes. shit. Yeah, that guy that killed a lot of fucking dudes. Yeah, dude. the the entire scare shit. The entire scare fight was fantastic. It was a really well put together battle. Yes. Um, every character. You're right. And I mean, K two was the shit. Yeah, Alan Tudyk, super well written. <laughs> he was so funny. The timing was like, is the delivery was spot That's on. That's like my my jokes. son Trey's like new favorite character. Oh, like yeah. when she shot that one and he came around the corner. Did you know that wasn't me? <laughs> yeah, he's awesome. He's officially, my phone background. He and he went storm out like trooper with another stormtrooper. Yeah, he went out like a boss too. Yeah, man. he did. Yes, man, um, it was good. God, this movie was good, man. Oh man, there's a bunch of references when they're like going through the logs, uh-huh. like trying to find the Death Star plans. Uh-huh. There's the fucking like black saber yeah. reference. Uh, that's a rebels reference, and there's a couple other references to random shit too. Um, but yeah, yeah. No, I mean like like this whole thing, and and I guess we can get into it. So. Tarkin's in this movie. Um, it, he is like it played by some other actor with basically a mocap face on. And I then mean, they, they, you know who the voice was, though, right? I do not actually. It's Charles Dance from that makes sense. Uh, from yeah. Game of Thrones. Okay, okay. Tywin Lannister. That does make sense. Um, it's so his whole body is CG. Yes. Okay, I did not yeah. realize because there's definitely like on set there was some actor. I guess in a, I thought it was yeah, just his face it was in a mocap in a thing, but it was Jar Jar Binks basically. Gotcha. Now this is certainly no Jar Jar Binks. I, we can have the argument on whether or not it's it's the best or not, but it is not Jar Jar Binks level. No, it's shit. not Jar Jar level bad. CG. I'm just going to go ahead and tell you, I did not like. I, I assume they did some kind of like like work on the face or whatever. They got somebody who looked very similar. And like made some alterations mm-hmm. via CG, but I did not realize that was a fully CG character the whole time. I did, like, yeah, I saw it right away, and it, it it is my main gripe with this movie because I think this movie is fantastic, but the decision to include the character makes no sense to me at this point because Peter Cushing oh, to me. See, Peter Cushing has been dead for a very long time, and yeah. the character was nowhere near impactful enough on this story in terms of servicing the main plot point to to reason bringing back the character when if if he were alive perfectly fine it makes sense to use him then but right now it is just another reference thrown on the pile of references where he really didn't it's, affect the plot me, it's, it's a different thing from like oh the ship from rebels is in there like that's a reference that like whatever it's really cool they put it in but it's not obviously not integral to the plot there's a link between Rogue One and Episode Four, and Tarkin is a big this, fucking part of that. This movie services as as like the ultimate prequel to the original Star Wars film, like, and Tarkin 
it, in the Star Wars universe and in New Hope in particular plays like such a large role in a, particularly any scene involving the Death Star um, that like to not to just like have this other guy be in charge of the Death Star and then all of a sudden in New Hope. Like, if you watch those two movies back-to-back, and then all of a sudden, Where'd this Tarkin, Tarkin dude shows up, like, it makes zero sense. I think he was integral to that, the and story I that they And I how he did it, too. Yes. Like, like was, just sowing discourse behind that guy. And, and, well, just, and it was like, it, Tarkin is like, the whole fucking thing is that he's like this fucking strategic genius. Yeah, he's a strategist. Um, and like, he's Vader's boss. Yeah. <laughs> um, and like they clearly show that like he you know he is able to do that um, in this movie. Uh, it was Tarkin for me was not distracting at all. Um, Leia, um, very clearly like that one. I was like, oh, like I didn't see it. Like I I didn't see it anywhere near as bad as Tarkin. Tarkin I thought, it's crazy. I Tarkin thought they were both unnatural. Good. I'm, uh... And I'm not saying it wasn't good, but I knew that was CG. Well, I, it took me a minute to figure out what the fuck was going on when Tarkin showed up. Here's the deal with that though. It's the, those particular characters are already behind the eight ball, which is a documentary of something behind the eight ball. <laughs> because we oh, know, know for a fact, like for me, I knew Peter Cushing's been dead for twenty something years. I know that Leia does not look like that yeah. anymore, and that is already in our minds. Now, if like for instance, um, Trey, my son, clueless, I would have to tell him that those aren't two real people. Gotcha. We already have it in our mind a predisposition. So it's, it's very that clear. The, yeah. It is much more clear to us. Not that it wouldn't have been clear before, but it is much more clear to us because we already know. It's already and, been put into our heads. And with Leia, even though I instantly recognized that this was clearly a digital like rendition of that of a younger version of this this actress, um, like that was so quick that I thought that it was still again, it was incredibly impactful because of like what's happening at that moment in the movie, like it is straight. It's like moments before yeah. fucking New Hope starts. Yes, absolutely. Um, and I think that like you know I, they could have just kept like the shot of like her from like behind and not like showing her face or whatever. But to me, that was uh, again was super impactful. I think if they would have left that out, it wouldn't have been into the world. Tarkin to me is integral though. See, for me, um, you can absolutely do the entire plot of this movie with. Tarkin being... But you can't do the plot of both movies. Yeah, you can. You absolutely can. So where can. does he come from? Uh, if anything... He's just the, the guy worst... that shows up after Krennic does? Worst case scenario, because it was a question that was never asked. Like, I never, in, in my it, long it, history it of... It wouldn't have been of... asked if you... But, but now that you've seen this, and you saw this guy clearly in charge of the Death Star... No, because that could be a character that was dead. A character that does die in the movie to begin with. Talking about Krennic, right? Yeah, and I guess it, they could have done some throwaway line of like, well, I guess like Tarkin is next in line or something. They could have but... done what they did to introduce the character, which is show his reflection at like, you know, go to a scene of the Death Star approaching Alderaan or whatever, or, or whatever you need to do to show him introduced, but not show him full on and not make him uh, like in more than seven scenes in the movie character. Like, it was distracting. It wasn't more it than took seven me, scenes, was it? It took me out of the movie four, every time four, he five. showed up. Like, it literally took me out of the movie every time yeah, he showed up. Yeah, see, for me, it didn't bother me Not me. I loved it. I it thought was, it was fucking I was, great. I was jarred for, like, momentarily by the Leia thing, but I, I mean, was like, oh, I don't, yeah. I don't care because that was let's, cool. Let's talk about the real travesty of this movie, though. There was no classic Star Wars theme at the very beginning, and it threw me fucking 
off. I think you got the Lucasfilm uh, film a long time ago in the galaxy far away, and then no bum like yeah. like I even like I was like with Trey and Freeman getting them ready. I'm like bum oh, <laughs> it just yeah. like kind of scrolled up. I don't see to like I I agree I mean, that it's, it's a joke. But well, I still, thought, no, 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 <laughs> it you're just good. threw me off. Yeah, so I thought you were, it was a legitimate complaint, though, because I have heard that complaint. And, like, to me, I was kind of bummed about it initially, but, like, it makes sense to me in the in the terms of, like, this isn't an episode. Like, they want to set this apart as... Yeah. But thinking back on it, yes, it yeah. totally makes but sense. I agree with you. Like, I was like, oh... I was like, watching a Star Wars movie, yeah. and I didn't get the Star Wars theme. Um, okay. Yeah, you just look at the pan down, though. It panned uh, up. There's only been two movies in Star Wars history that's ever panned out. This and Episode Two. Those are the two. All the other ones. I guess I never thought about the direction, but either way, I knew it pans. It's skillets. Up is down, down is Uh, up. But uh, dude, can we talk about Vader? I was gonna say I think that's probably the the other big shit thing to talk. I mean, there's a lot to talk about, but that's the like big returning character. Oh my god! Fucking volcano castle. Was awesome. Regardless, I, I'm assuming that's the the same planet where he lost all his body parts, it's, right? It's it Mustafar. Uh, it's yeah, it's Mustafar, and it's also um, uh, pretty cool because again, another Easter egg concept but, art. Yeah, this was like ba- it was all based on concept art that Lucas had done before they shot New Hope, and that's like originally where like all of like everything was going to take place in terms of the Emperor and everything else. Uh, and then they scrapped it. It's a little ham fisted, so I'm glad that. They put this in like this instead of making it the entire backdrop of the first yes. three movies. I agree, I agree. It's like, you know, the thunder and lightning. And <laughs> dun, 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 dun. Now, Ham-Fisted was his incredibly weak pun game. It was awful. His joke that he to- told or whatever when he's choking out Krennic. Oh, yeah. Like, it was not good. It was groan-worthy. Oh. Don't choke on your ambitions. But you know what? Oh. That's the original trilogy man that's filled with terrible puns and he did all this number it was awesome it was the the mannerisms of the character and everything were great and i loved that final scene was fucking awesome it It was a goddamn horror movie for about 30 seconds pitch black you get the brief breathing apparatus and the lightsaber lights and then i was like oh my god it's the first time vader has been a physical dead yes first time he's been a physically imposing presence in terms of action he murdered those guys Yeah, and that's what's cool is like, and I, I read some article about this. Like, I have seen uh, Vader be a badass in cartoons mm-hmm. and in comic books, and I've read about it in but, novels. Yeah. You've never is, seen it. In this movie. is the first time live action I've ever seen him just like he picked a dude up with the force and chopped that motherfucker in half. Yeah, it and was like awesome. Everybody internally was yelling to. Well, just... he held him up there for a minute. <laughs> then he. My bad. <laughs> but, like, everybody else was, like, yelling within themselves, right, to just fucking pass it through the door, right? Yeah. Like, just put it through the door. Stop trying to save yourself, but get those plans out of there. Like, it, it was shot incredibly well. I didn't even notice that Wedge was the one who brought the plans to Leia. I didn't notice that either. Oh, shit, that was Wedge? Or or he was there with her, I guess, maybe. I thought it was him that brought him to her. Wedge. I don't, I, I don't yeah. know. I've read a lot about Easter eggs, and I've not seen that one. I have watched... I watched every one of those dogfight scenes, and there wasn't a single fucking Dude, Porkins. All, what the fuck? But you know what? They had uh, all that uh, was like the bomber footage. run. They had the uh, or the bomber run leader or whatever. Or the, yeah, uh, red leader, gold leader. We're both yeah, there. Yeah, they, and it was, that was awesome. awesome. Man, I wanted Porkins. The appropriate guy died to get, make a spot for Luke. Yep. In, in Red Squadron, I mean, it was that guy from House of Cards. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
man, man the beach scene, like those when those adats came like out of the woods, it was so cool, man. Yeah. And then um, that, that like shooting the knees, and then that one just like getting broken in half through the uh, the the bay doors and stuff like that was so fucking cool. I I will say probably my only like minor complaint with the movie. That again, I, I'll totally admit, I just kind of like was like, yeah, whatever, because it's fucking Star Wars. If mm-hmm. I'm being honest with you, but um, the the kind of like passionate love story thing at the end, I didn't really necessarily it, take it as a love story thing. Man, if it, like whatever it was, it felt a little forced to me. I didn't think it was a love story either. I think it was two people that knew the end was coming and they didn't want to be alone. That's fair, I've, and I admittedly haven't looked at it like that. Like, because it, it felt I, I, a little like because yeah, they didn't their, kiss her. Did they acceptance just... of like doing doing the deed. They they got it done. They got the plans out. Oh look, there's a giant death ball of fire coming our way. You know, let's what, just ups... enjoy this like quick second. <laughs> that's so beautiful. Oh god. Um, man, they did. Where were all the Bothans that died? Um, that was there was only one. Death star. His name is Manny. <laughs> that quote, uh, that, and he will forever rest in peace. That quote is about the second Death Star. It's not about the original Death Star. It's in Return of the Jedi. Is it? Mm-hmm. That's when the mini Bothans die. But in the first one, Manny oh, Bothans okay. dies. But no, yeah, I wanted death. to see some dog cat people get killed. Also, uh, what's the, I forget their names from the, the cantina. cantina. God yeah. damn it! That was oh, so that they were was a bunch, awesome. they were a bunch of dicks then too. Yeah, they man. deserved to die. According to Robot Chicken, though, it's really not his fault. He's just no, had, he just a, had a really shitty day. Yeah, <laughs> that's where it started. <laughs> I love that skit. Uh, but yeah, man, uh, we—I mean, we could—at least I could talk all uh, all night about Rogue One. All night. Sad Bodhi died. Bodhi was the shit. A lot of people died. You don't remember Bodhi? Nope. Imperial pirate pilot. The Imperial pirate. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Yar. I be bored in this Tie Fighter. <laughs> I all, thought he was a great. I thought he was a great character. I actually, really like. Uh, that's Twilight. the guy from Night of. Oh, the main shit. character. I'm out. Um, no, but man, th- fuck! I can't wait to own this movie and watch it a lot and all the special features and behind the scenes shit. That buying that Blu-ray is going to be the goddamn best. It better come out soon. Um, that statue looked like Obi Wan to me. Am I the only one? No, it it was. I thought totally was Obi Wan. Okay. If, if it is, it's definitely not been confirmed. But I've I've heard some like grumblings about. I hadn't heard of Jedha or anything like that beforehand. That's definitely in some like is it? some lore. Yeah, okay. I, I don't. I admittedly am not. Hey, I bought that Hell or High Water on Voodoo tonight. That's good. Hell yeah, that that uh, that movie is fantastic. We're gonna I talk about that in two it. weeks, uh, along with a bunch of other movies and shows. Sorry we didn't get to everything, but we are at well over three hours here. So you're welcome. Um, yes, enjoy <laughs> this extra long podcast. You're uh, welcome. You're welcome. Make sure you guys tune in to Geek to Geek. <laughs> we are going to be doing our predictions for the Golden Globes this year. Oh God, if we um, still have to do that, <laughs> it's going to be fast. Yeah, yeah, it is. Um. So yeah, make sure you check that Fuck out. Your though. Exposition, Evan. Uh, and then we <laughs> we are also you get that shit red, and that is it. Do, do we have a date on those when they air? Yep. Um, we can talk about that on the Geek. Well, I was going to just Damn. go ahead and plug it here, but never mind. Damn. Quick. Whatever it is. <laughs> Um, we are, uh, going to be live tweeting, uh, and keeping track of predictions and winners and everything like we always do. Um, so make sure January you tune 8th. That. January uh, 8th. Yes. January 8th. Make sure you tune in. And with that, we bid you adieu. Adieu. Adieu.
Thanks for listening to the Free For All podcast. Hey, we just wrapped up another incredibly mediocre show. But if you somehow miraculously stomached any of that, go check out our mostly empty site at freeforgeeks.com. That's free, the number four, geeks.com. You can subscribe to the show on iTunes and make sure you rate us as well. Five stars. There's some Android apps, too, probably, so do some legwork and figure it out. But you can also follow the show on Twitter and Periscope at FFA Podcast and us individually at Trey Elliott 22 at Eastwaff. What F, motherfucker? At FFA Josh and at Chuck Nally. You can also check us out on Facebook. Lastly, but certainly not least, send any suggestions for discussion topics to podcast at freeforgeeks.com. We crave feedback, but rarely get any, so send us some, please. Anywho, thanks a lot, and we'll see you next week.